Open and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Ash. Ian Lee. Busy, busy show this evening. Uh, I say that. I've got absolutely nothing planned for it whatsoever. So do give us a call. There's no agenda. You can talk about whatever you want. 0844 499 1000. We call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Christina, you're the first caller of the night, and I think I think that means that we, um, uh, after this phone call, stay on the line. We take your name and address, and uh, we send you um, uh, um, uh, a crisp five pound note. I think that's what happens. <laughs> I, I may have dreamt that. I'm not sure. What have you got for us, Christina? Um, I was listening to your podcast from Thursday. I'm really late. I'm really sorry. Well, hang on a minute. I don't. What, what was th- what was Thursdays? I don't even remember what was Thursdays. I don't remember the whole thing, but I just remember this question. I don't know if you got it answered. Okay, let's have the question. Uh, you asked what happens when someone wants to leave hospital, but. Oh. The doctor said, doctor hasn't said you can go, but you yeah. can, are you like a prison, is it like a prison for, for hardcore criminals, no. or is it like an open prison where they're sort of allowed to go off anyway? You can, you can do what you want, you can self-discharge, basically, again. Well, if you're self-discharging, advice. you should probably stay in hospital, I would have thought. Yeah, but Thank it you. happens quite often. Mm. <laughs> really? How do you know this, Christina? Um, I'm a nurse. Ah, so do you get um, RC patients that say, "But I want to go home," and you say, "Well, uh, yeah, you can, but you're you're really sick." Then it's 
it's more people who it's kind of like what you described that you don't remember in your podcast where people are kind of basically ready to go home but they can't be bothered to wait for like a blood test result or to get a few things sorted um but then you also have patients who are very unwell but they're confused or they're delirious and then they try and leave and that's totally different because then they haven't got the capacity to actually make that decision for themselves but if someone does have the capacity then you just give them a self-discharge form and they go i once was the only time i've been in hospital for an operation i won't go into the details of it again but it was on my bum okay oh that's what i used to work in Bumser. You used to work in bums. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well, I, I had. Uh, well, I don't want to go into the gory details, but I, I had an operation, little operation on my bottom, <laughs> and I, it was supposed to be like day surgery. So you do it in the morning, uh, but they gave me some mega hardcore drugs, and um, I was out of it, ma'am. And about three o'clock in the afternoon, they said, um, it, "They said, look, if you, you've got someone here to take you home, if you want." You can um, go home with them if you feel well enough. And I yeah. thought, all right. So, but I said, let me go to the toilet first. I went to the toilet. Here's the thing. I collapsed in the toilet, right? <laughs> but I, got, I didn't tell them that. And also, there was a lot of bleeding from where they'd... Um, Done the surgery. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, I was not well enough to go home. Did you not tell them that no! you were bleeding? No! Yeah. I, I wanted to go home! But then... Huh? You could have... Gotten much worse at home. Yep, yep, exactly. I'm. Did you I, go home? I did go home, and um, uh, I, I was. It was all right. Well, I'm still here, and yeah, I, st- well. I still have a. I still have a beautiful, beautiful bottom, Christina. <laughs> I'm but, glad uh, for you. It was. Um, it was not perhaps my finest hour. Okay. <laughs> well, what's the best thing about being a nurse, and what's the worst thing about being a nurse? Um. The best thing is, I, re- I mean, I really like my job and I feel very fulfilled by it most of the time. Yeah. Um, the worst thing is, oh, I don't really know. I just suppose you get really tired because it's quite physical. Yeah. Um, or if you get someone who's proper arty or if you get someone who kind of throws your work back in your face. But for, for varying reasons, like if they're confused or... And you just feel really underappreciated. Well, uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, most of the nurses that I've had dealings with have been delightful and wonderful and charming and superb. But you do, you do get, as I suppose you get in every job. Yeah, you get that. You do get a couple who are um, like really rude, (laughs) who are really rude. And yeah, they may have had long shifts and it may may be having a tough day. But um, when you're the patient or you're the relative of a patient that's that's um, encountering rudeness from nurses, and it's a tiny minority. Most of you um, guys and gals are flipping brilliant. And I don't, you know, I always wonder, Christina. Right? Isn't it funny? We've got. um, We've got society wrong, haven't we? In that we, I get, I'm probably earning a lot more than you are, I would imagine, and all I'm doing is sitting in a dark room for three hours talking nonsense. And you get pop stars and football stars that um, that earn millions and millions of pounds, and they're heroes. They're heroes to kids, you know. They're, they're superstars and they're heroes. And yeah. I always think we've got it the wrong way round. I, I, I don't understand how society is so skewed that. Um, my kids haven't got posters of you up on on their walls. Do you know what I mean? The, no, I understand what you're saying. The, the nurses and the doctors and the um, what do we call them now? Firefighters. Um, they're like they're proper heroes. You guys are proper heroes, and you get paid like a pittance. And yet you get some idiot, some twenty-three-year-old idiot who's all right at kicking a ball, gets five hundred thousand pounds a week, and he's looked up to as something we should all aspire to be. 
Yeah. I mean, I think with certain things like your job and artists and, and, and things like that, actually, you... So where I where I work, um, we have someone come in and play the harp sometimes. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I work in a bit fancy stuff. Oh. <laughs> and um, it's really nice. It's sort of music therapy for the patients. So you see the benefit of those things. And, and like for, for, you know, people watching films and yeah. they're able to sort of just not be where they are when they're really unwell, try and distract themselves. Um. I um, I did some... Um, for, for, for a few years, I volunteered at Great Ormond Street, right? And it was, okay. it, um, in terms, the most inspiring thing in the world and also the most heartbreaking thing in the yeah. world. You're seeing a kid with cancer, man alive. But they had... I, and I always missed it, but they had pictures up on the wall. Great Ormond Street, um, I think, saved... I, I may be exaggerating slightly, but they certainly treated Johnny Depp's daughter... And on more than one occasion, Johnny Depp would phone up Great Ormond Street in the morning and say, "Um, look, I'm filming, um, but I'm free all afternoon. Can I pop in dressed up as Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean? And he'd just rock up in character and he'd be there for like four, five, six hours just walking through the wards, not breaking character once, but dressed up as, as Captain Jack Sparrow. Now that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. You can, you can, you know, imagine what a difference that makes. A to the kids, also to the parents of the kids that are in and there. And the staff as well, because yeah. it will break up their yeah. day. It'll be a bit different. <clears throat> and Beyonce did it a couple of times. Well, I used to imagine, oh, you imagine you're like a little six, seven, eight year old, 12 year old kid, whatever. Thirty-year-old woman. Yeah, and, and, yeah, well, yes. And then Beyonce walks in. Beyonce walks in, and you go, flip it, it's Beyonce. That'd yeah. be nuts, wouldn't it? Oh, go mad. <laughs> oh, well, Christina, you keep on doing what you're doing. I'm, Thank I'm you. literally saluting you now. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Christina. No problem. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go, you see. That's, um, that's what it's all about, isn't it? What song's this? Oh, it's Let Them In by Paul McCartney and Wings. 0844 I, I don't understand... I genuinely don't understand how we've got it all so skewed that we um, celebrate Wayne Rooney. Trying to think of another football player. Rio Ferdinand? Um, Who are basically stroppy millionaires. Oh, I didn't get picked to play football. There's a cable there, Ed, so just if you just whack it there, that'll be lovely. Thank you. I didn't get... get, um, If you could retweet the Periscope link as well from there, that'd be awesome. Didn't get picked to play... um, I didn't get picked to play um, football. Oh, it's not fair. No, oh, it's not fair. And Wayne Rooney running up to the camera, mouthing off to the... You remember that? He did it as a World Cup, I think. And he was... Uh, F you and all that, right? F United. And, um... They're our heroes. Those are not my kids' heroes. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that they don't uh, get the football bug. Because, you know, it, it, football is not a thing in our house. So I'm hoping that, um, well, they'll be disappointed, though, because all the bands that I'm forcing them to like, in about five years' time, everybody will be dead. Everybody will be dead in the band. There's a thought. Literally every band I like, in five years' time, I won't, I'll save a fortune on concert tickets, won't I? I won't, I won't have to pay to premium prices to go and see these people anymore, I, because I picked all the old people. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. Uh, this is Talk Radio, and um, we're off to a flying start. We have no other calls lined up. That's fine. Catherine, why don't you come and join me in the studio? If you want to take part, you can. There's no agenda. There's no, literally no agenda. Christina was calling it about something we talked about on Thursday. And you can do that. If you're listening to the podcasts and you're a bit behind, you can call in at any time. 
So if you're hearing this on a podcast, you can call in about this. Um, and uh, it's unlike any other uh, late-night phone-in show in that I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about what... tell you what you should be calling in about. I'm going to sit here, I'm going to talk about my day... I'm going to look at some bits and pieces in the newspapers. You can call in about those, or you can call in about anything else you want. It really is that simple. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. We call you back. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. Let's rattle through these calls, shall we? Yes, David! Hello, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, Steady. You're right. I'm all right, thank you. I'm having, having what I believe they used to call. Is it offensive to call it a thrombo? I think it probably is, isn't it? Can you? You can say that, can't you? you? Can say thrombo. Some of the other diseases you can't, mm. um, um, you can't reduce no. to uh, schoolyard slang because that would be um, would be offensive. David, you're you're live on talk radio. Um, uh, we are blessed as just a few hours ago, James Wales. Big ass was sat in this chair that I am sat in, and I can feel some of his good vibes rubbing off on me. That's not what? vibes. <laughs> Has he got a show there now? Well, I mean, he's yes, he's been filling in. He's filling in for Sam Delaney, I think, today, tomorrow, and probably Thursday, which is between four and seven. Um, and you know what? Listen, I don't know. I've had no inside goss. He'll be back permanently. Come on. I mean, there's only so long. You can uh, a talented broadcaster like Whale can let the BBC suck his soul from him. I had a word with the boss today. Oh yeah, what about? Oh stuff. Oh, that's exciting. About us moving to a different place, no. to a different rate. Me and you moving to a different radio station. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Because it's not working here. Is that what he said? Oh, great, great no, news. Not yet. Um, right, well, if James Wells is there, Rob Benet, you know what to do. Um, I've got a couple of things to talk to you about. Oh, hang on a second. I've just worked out who this is. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. It's your best mate. It's not my best mate. This is this is Elmo, right? This is Elmo who trolls me. Doesn't sound like Elmo. No, he trolls me online. And I, I he, is, do, yeah. he is a cyber bully. Oh. Yep. He is um, bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pretty sexy. He is, uh, fair play, I'm going to give him that. He is pretty sexy, actually, yes. Handle, please, so I can research that. I'll see you out later, Kath, all right. Right. Um, <laughs> listen, I've got Kath a Kath is more woman than you could ever handle, Elmo. <laughs> no doubt. Um, firstly, yes. I was listening to my iPod on the way home from work today. That's a great thing to call in about. Yeah, I know, and Titty Man, come on. <laughs> and I just want to say, that is genuinely a brilliant song. Get that downloaded if you haven't already. <laughs> We've really I just got the, the Titty Man, of course, recorded by myself and Barry from Watford, remixed by the DC DJ, uh, also known as Pretty Man in my house because uh, the kids heard it. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> my children don't like Frank Sidebottom. My family don't know I have a career as a pop star. <laughs> um, you can buy it on iTunes along with uh, Lindsay Lohorn and Miley Stiley. I got the uh, figures in, David, uh, from uh, the uh, first uh, two weeks of sales. Got those figures in. Today. Yeah, top of the charts. Are I well, what? well, I have made a cool thirty-five thousand euros. Now it's in euros. I mean, what's that in in pounds? It's about th- just under thirty grand, I think. Um, uh, I am rolling in the deep. This is awesomeness. What did you make from the the song on iTunes? Though? Little gag, right? 
listen. Out this big. I was, um, I was listening. I've just been catching up with the podcast and stuff. Yes, and mate. I heard you talking about a gaming event. And I just assumed that, I, I mean, I checked my spam folder. I didn't see an email about I said, it. I said a gaming event, not a gay man event. Oh, that's very witty, isn't it? Thank you're, you. You're, you're bit 90s, bit 90s. That. Are you suggesting he's a homosexual and there's no, something mate. wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Or In fact, yeah, I'm, tempted to, I'm tempted to give it a go. I've got a venue, genuinely, I've yes. got a venue if you need it, okay. right, let me know. I've also got an idea. Okay, let's, let's, well, where is this venue? Oh, it's, uh, North London. I know it, I know is it. Is it, is Boom. it your house? No, it's, no, I'm a self. <laughs> no, just checking. What's your idea, Because we were the other, last week, um, um, John called in, John. Um, and we kicked around the idea of possibly hosting a gaming event. We've got film ring, we've got performance ring, we, you know. Play ring. We've got play ring. That, uh, that's we, what it would be. We did, we did, uh, kick one around called child ring, but t- for some reason no one really went for that. <laughs> um, but we, uh, we are talking about doing this, um, as, uh, it'd be like a crash, fa- we'd have crash facilities for kids, that's all. But we're talking about having a video gaming, uh, event, and David is, um, Britain's premier video gamer. He used to do a gaming podcast. Did you? But then he got the sack from it. Imagine getting the sack from a gaming podcast that you don't even get paid for. What for? Was it for button bashing? It was, yeah, it was for all of that. Um, uh, but no, I still do a gaming podcast, so you've been fed some incorrect information. Well, what's the name of your gaming too. podcast, David? The Computer Game Show. Jeez. Two days it come up. <laughs> we need to come up with that. We're gonna, I'm going to do a computer game podcast called, uh, thank you, Catherine, called The Button Bashers. I'm, I'm sure that'll be very successful. Be, be, I'm going to do it just to obliterate you, and then when your yours closes down, the computer game podcast, when it closes down, um, I'm just going to stop doing mine. <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to do it just to get yours closed down, then I'm going to stop. Mate, please don't do that. Um, okay, well, what's, what's the idea, David? Because game Craig... Game in a sort course, so you've got to move from one game to the next as quick as you can, so you, so you beat the first level of the first Mario or whatever, oh. then you you pick, a, you've got to score a goal against, uh, I don't know, Port Vale or something on FIFA, and then you've got, you've got to move through about six or seven games, and by the end we time it, mm. and when you've done the last one, boom, and then it goes up. You've seen Top Gear, where they put the names up and that, we do all that. Yeah, I'm probably going to, um, I, I think we Busy. should probably do something fun. Yeah. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. A little bit of 90, a little bit of offensive 90s humour in that call there. It's, it's what, what, you get away with it now by calling it banter. What? Banter, by being homophobic and racist, it's just banter. It's just, it's just banter, that's all it is. I called it out, therefore virtue signalling. So. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I well, mean, we're very with the zeitgeist. I'm manspreading at the moment. Are you? Yeah, I am. Craig! Hi, Ian. How Hello. are you? I'm, all, I'm really hot, Craig, but uh, I've worn a, a thick top in the studio. Schoolboy error on my part there, and I can only apologise. But... I'm, I'm quite out of breath because someone made me run for the phone. Yep, 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 yep. I've still got my windows open. You what? I've still got my windows open this time here. Well, you, you could get robbed, Craig. You want to be careful. Yeah, upstairs windows, but yeah, you're still right. You want to be careful. Well, they got you get tall um, thieves and ladders. ladders. Ladder thieves. Still, still. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe I'll close them when I'm out. How do they get up on the stilts? Sitting down. But then, if they're really long ones, because we've all done the short stilts and mm-hmm. we've all done the the big baked bean tins with bits of string on yeah. them, the stilts, right? But if it's the long stilts, you're where you're about seven foot in the air. Yeah. How do you? You can't from on sitting stairs, d- I'd imagine. On the stairs. Um... But how would you get out of the house? You, you uh, could only be. You're saying, "Hang on, that's nonsense." 
Because then you could only perform your stilt act at venues that had stairs. I don't imagine you'd wear them down the street to the job. Um, a tall mate could give you a bunk up, I suppose. I, honestly, step ladder. Uh, yeah, step ladder could be it. But some of them are wearing um, trousers yeah. that are as long as their stilts. Trousers? Trousers, yeah. What? Trousers? Some of them are wearing trousers <laughs> that are as long as their stilts. You're secretly really common, aren't yes, you? Yes, no Gosh. secret about it. Why, why is it a pair of trousers? Does anyone know? Because you get one trousers, two trousers. Yeah. Pair of pants? Just pants, mate. That doesn't make sense. My it does, though. There is a reason why it's a pair of trousers. Well, it's the legs. It, yeah, it's a pair of trousers. What do you mean? It's, it's obvious. There's a pair. If it's one, a pair of socks, yeah. Yeah, but the two pair socks. of legs. It's a pair of legs. You, you, you're saying you've only got a leg. Well, you've got two legs. A pair of legs. Yeah. They're joined well, by your perineum. <laughs> that's two separate things, though, No, right? they're not. We don't let, unless, unless you, you know, like you're like a war veteran or something. No, they're not separate things. They're connected. It's all connected to the one. Okay. God, I'm getting angry with everyone tonight. My brother-in-law wears uh, stilts almost every day. I wonder if you can wonder why. Why does he wear stilts? He's a plasterer. Why does he wear stilts? They wear them to do the ceiling. Oh, for crying out loud. Fact. Really? Yeah. That makes me so angry. And high up think things. But, but but you can't stand still in stilts, so he has to keep moving. He can. No, he can. He can't. It's like scared. a shark. You can't... How, why Why does a shark die if it stops swimming? What if it gets really tired? Does it Does it slip? Does it go on autopilot when it's asleep? Uh, these are genuine questions. I'm not, you know, So being any an sharks idiot. listening, can you give I us a call? A, I think that's been disproved. No, I think they can sleep still. Well, then that um, that phrase about oh, I'm like a shark, I have to keep moving, that, that is pointless. Well, I'll be nobed to say that anyway. Well, I said don't it. I? Yep. 0844 <laughs> uh, Shark enthusiasts, stilt men and women, and plasterers, all welcome to contribute in the last three minutes of the uh, call. Craig. Let's go to Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, hi Ian. Hi, hi Kat. Hip, hip, Yo. hip, Craig. What have you got for us? Well, because you said you could call up about anything from ages ago. Yes. Do you remember when you were on about milking dogs? Yes, I do. Do remember it? Yeah, of course. Well, you went into the conversation about cows then. Yeah. And I think there was something about before pasteurisation. How did you get milk? Uh, but there was a documentary. Hang on a minute. You've called in. Uh, uh, you've called in about the old topic now. Remember, I don't know what happened on yesterday's show, so I'm not going to remember the... In I remember the generalisation about milking dogs. I don't remember yeah. about talking about pasteurised cow's milk and stuff. It's basically about being in the, in the middle of London. How are you going to get fresh milk if, uh, you know, before pasteurisation? They'd have had cows. It wouldn't have been this built up, would it? Yeah, but what, yeah, but there was a programme, a documentary on that week about it, oh. and they answered the question. Go on. Oh Before pasteurisation in the trains, yes. people used to keep cows in their yards or cellars. So there was like 38,000 domesticated cows in, like, houses in London. In the cellar? Yeah. You know the thing about cows is you can get them down the stairs but not up. Well, I suppose they ate them then. No, you can get them up the stairs, you can't get them oh, down. right, so you can get busted. It's you, uh... the, um... Uh, it's the way the knees are... Um, oh, why? Now you're doing 90s gags. Fucking <laughs> heck. 
Hey, Craig, have you been watching, um, that National Treasure? Not the one with Nicolas Cage, guys. Come on. Play fair. No, I haven't. It's not my bag. It's not your bag. Um, I don't... Uh, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I, I, it's controversial. I don't think it's very good. I think it looks good. You know, they've used an expensive filter on their camera. Um, uh, but I... When he was chasing his ghostly younger self, I said to Kath, this is beep, and I, I walked off. I thought, I'm not watching this anymore. Mm. I don't think it's very good. I don't think the acting... I think the acting is terrible. I like Julie Walters, though. I always liked Julie Walters. I used to have a mad crush on her in the 80s. Um, but I, I think the acting is terrible. Um, I think it's the, the dialogue is obvious. I think the characters are not uh, not believable. You know, this is this is a brilliant story in the zeitgeist um, at the moment, and uh, they've Channel Four have muffed it up. It's a stinker, I think, and everyone's going to want brilliant. It's so brilliant. No, you're saying it's brilliant because you're um, because you, it's got brilliant people in it. Uh, yeah, and you're, you you think it's brilliant. Emperor's new clothes, guys. The emperor is naked and having a shower. I don't think it stinks. But it's just not as good as you would hope it I think it's terrible. I think it's a terrible programme. Absolutely terrible. Well, I hope that clears things up for you, Craig. Marvellous. Thank you very much indeed. That's uh, another satisfied um, customer there. That'll be an excellent time to end that. 0844 499 I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're trying to... I've just realised we are trying to make... i tell you what we're going to do... <clears throat> What day is it today? Tuesday. Oh, by the way, excellent guests coming up. We've got Melanie, we've got Susie Quattro, and we've got Luke Haynes coming up. I I've sent... got to bring in those Luke Haynes books Good. so you can read them. I sent an email today for someone who I don't know whether you want to interview. Oh. You probably want to perv on her. Oh. But if you don't, I will if she says yes. Yes. Who? Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Oh, you can do that one. I love yeah, you do that one then. All right. Well, and if she says yes, which she won't. Catherine Boyle is going to be interviewing uh, what, the Wonder Woman. Oh, it'll be so good. Apparently she sings. Oh, does she? Yeah. That'll be good. It will, it will be good, but um, it won't Why happen. do gay men like Wonder Woman so much? Um, it's, a big gay, it's a gay thing, isn't it? Because it's camp as, isn't it? I don't really I mean, remember the programme. Right, okay. Well, let's look at the outfit to start with. Yep. The outfit... Tiny, tiny, well, actually quite big granny shorts, but high cut. Yeah. And um, a boob tube that would, I mean, she'd never get any work done in that outfit. She was from the Amazon, was she? She was an Amazonian princess, yeah. Right. So she Doesn't was... look, doesn't look Amazonian. Well, she is, because she can, like, lift men up in that. She's really, really strong. But she's, has she got magic powers? No, well, because she's kind of half a goddess. She can okay. do, um, she's, like, super, super strong. And she has a lasso of truth. A lasso of truth. She's got bulletproof bangles. And her car's invisible. Plane. But you can still see her. Yeah. That's weird. And you can kind of see the plane as well. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a perspex thing, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, and she it. rescues this pilot. Um, it's sort of set during the World War Two, and she rescues this pilot mm. from the island. And that's why she ends up going to America, and then she stays there. She works undercover for the, um, the on the US. Is it not set in the seventies? No. Oh. But I don't mm. know whether they worked it so it went further on in time, in the series. Well, you could ask her. First question: Did they work it so it went further on in time in I the can, series? I can find out because I've got the box set at home. But you never, but I never watched, watched it. Yeah, no, do you know why? My sister bought it for me. It's a little bit pony. So, well, hang on a minute. So you're getting someone on for... This is the thing with all of these these box sets. Most... I wish I hadn't watched it because I remembered it better. Yeah. Most TV series 
0844-499-1000, by the way. Most TV series... Are you boiling hot in here? No, I'm always freezing in here. It's hot as... Most TV series, when you go back to them, are rubbish and ropey. Particularly if you watch them as a kid. Um, I'm trying to think something. The Monkey Stand the Test of Time because it was shot on film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor Who's fun but ropey. Monty Python is fun but ropey, the TV series. Very ropey. Quite racist as well, some of the Monty Python. Well, different time, wasn't it? I know, but you, you think of the Monty Python people as, you know, being... Clever. Very, very left... Well, there's a character in there. I'm going to say... I'm going to say the character's name. I'm going to dump it. It's an... Ah! Dump that. Well, I'm glad you dumped that. Oh, dear! Mrs. Bates has just exploded! Weird, isn't it? Mm. And there's... A, I remember watching one where... I think Terry Jones is a... Uh, a very Chinese man! I'm a Chinese man! Well... Um, Look at Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. He spoiled that film for me. Um, never seen it. Oh. Uh, Sean Connery uh, japanned up yeah. in um, Doctor No, I think. One of those early Bond films. He, he goes undergoes surgery to look a bit Japanesey. Yeah, I don't know, does he really? Can they not? You know the fella in Coronation Street? The Pakistani fella mm. that's um, slagged off the Indians, mm. right? Can they not just do what ITV used to do in the 70s and get an, a white actor to black up? Can they not do that? They, that in, this, in the 70s, Spike Milligan did it in oh, a no. TV series called Curry and Chips. Spike Milligan blacked up with Eric Sykes. Oh, Beautiful. And you, but, but, but can they not do that? Wouldn't it be funny, though, if Coronation Street did it? <laughs> they actually did it. They got someone blacked up to replace the racist Pakistani actor. Gosh. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that would serve him right. That'd be sort of double racist. But I think the rest of us would complain, wouldn't we? Well, there would be uproar from the politically correct Corbynistas. Or or the correct. Well, in your opinion, I don't yeah. have a problem with a white man blacking up to play a, um, to replace a disgraced Pakistani actor. Don't you? Nope. Gosh. Would you not remember when Anton Deck blacked up? No. You know, Anton Deck used to go and... They they used to go and um, uh, annoy people. Mm. And they did this sketch where they were two extras in Emmerdale Farm. Right. But they were fat, black women. Oh. And um, they were at the bar. That's double offensive. They were constantly talking. And I don't think it was in the times of Amos Brearley, but somebody, they were, um, it was way after Amos Brearley, Mr. Wilkes. Mr. Wilkes. Oh, that was, that was my childhood, that lot. They were good. And Seth. Yeah. Oh, I used to have a Seth badge. Ant and Deck. Did you? Yeah, I do have a Seth badge. Ant and Deck, Emmerdale. Let's see if we can... Uh, Ant and Deck, go undercover on Emmerdale. Here we go. Meanwhile, look at this picture of Wonder Woman. Fighting a giant gorilla, oh, which is clearly a man in a gorilla suit having a feel. There always used to be, in the um, 70s, there were films about gorillas that had learnt sign language. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh, so can you actually... Here we go, here we go, look, look, look! The producer and the director of Emmerdale, they were the only two people that knew we were going to do it. Um, much to the amusement of the other extras, who who were professional extras, and they go in there, you know, most weeks, and they get paid for it, so they're used to sitting around and doing one scene in the world pack and then not doing the other scene, and they obviously get to know each other, and we, and we were kept away from them so they wouldn't talk. And then... 
they'd, they'd shot the beginning of the scene. This is and brilliant. then they went, okay, we're getting the other extras in. And all these extras were like, what other extras? We are the extras of Emmerdale. And then these two large Jamaican ladies bald in. I think, I think they guessed there was something up. Is this like 2000? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let me know if you need another look around. There we are. No, no, I've seen enough, thanks. What's this? Uh, small job just at the home farm. Oh, much timber involved, is it? There we go. I haven't seen Terry this happy for ages. It's like Bob Selector. Not too big in the home farm, is that Eddie? No, he's big enough to laugh. I thought you'd be pleased he's moved on. Yeah, well, is that why he made a pass at me before he went away? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, the um, they, they are they are playing large black women, so they don't, and now Anton Deck. Are you, it's on, I just found that on YouTube. It, it really is worth going to have a look at if um, uh, you're bored of this rubbish. Um, Anton Deck for YouTube. Uh, yes, <laughs> Anton Deck are I think the moral standard for this country. Okay, they are the moral standard. Good mates, no good buddies. Lads. Never done anything separately. Good, clean living guys. They like a beer. Happily married. I don't know if they are. Um, so for them to black, if they can black up, if Ant and Deck can black up, then what's that, to stop us? That's olden days, though, because um, the bloke in that was still with a flat cap was still alive and he's dead in it now. Well, it's so. not olden days. It's olden days, Emmerdale. It's this century. Wow. It's this flipping... Is it? What year was it? Um, it was like, well, t- 2000 and... Two, I'd say, maximum. I don't know the uh, 2004. Blimey! Yeah, funny, isn't it? They'd never get away with that now. I think they. I think nah, they would. They wouldn't. Well, I remember what when it went out, going flip. Oh, bo, bo, bo. So it was. Uh, but the, uh, the thing is, I don't think there's a problem it's, with blacking up. It's the intent, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, but I. So that is obviously because it's as far removed from themselves as they can get. Yeah. But if you've got Going back to what you, what started this train of thought, I in don't the first really remember place, what started it. It was let's replace the uh, guy who's oh, been yeah, dumped yeah, for yeah. racism with. Oh well, the intent there is to teach him a lesson, <laughs> right, okay. and to teach all racists a lesson that all racists are replaceable by doing something racist. Does that make it? What have, what have, what have the Coronation Street uh, crew done racist? Well, because if you use a white actor yep. to play, some... hang on a minute, hang on. A minute. If you, if they've you... got two <laughs> white actors. Playing black, ca- the only black characters in Emmerdale, Ant and Deck. Oh no, but that's not. They're that's the a joke. only black characters in Emmerdale. <laughs> that's a joke. They've got. Oh, so it's a joke. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, I, I don't mean, think racism also, is very funny. No, I don't either. But they, <laughs> but that's a joke. I mean, they've got big rubber bow selector faces. They're clearly not real people. Oh, black people are from... real people, Catherine. They've got feelings. <laughs> some out. of my, fr- some of my friends know black people. <laughs> but if you get. <laughs> Oh, God. If you get a white man to do oh, a black man's keep, job, keep it's racist, it. isn't it? If you get a white man to do a black man... What's a black man's job? <laughs> if you're an actor. What's a black man's job? I'm going to help you out here, Kath. I think we should probably take a break. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're listening to uh, Talk Racist. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Uh, Rory's on the line. Evening, Rory. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Rory. How are you this evening? Yeah, good. Um, well, I watched National Treasure, 
and uh, then it turned you on. And, Can I um, just say, I, for people, I've got people that follow me on Twitter, and so we're not talking about the movie starring Nicolas Cage. Mm. We're talking about the television st- series starring uh, Robbie Coltrane um, as a sex. Uh, well, he's, he's a sex offender. He's going to find that out, or well, is he? Do well, you think? Oh, he's, we, he, he's guilty. He's guilty, isn't he? That's obvious, isn't it? Um, I said he was obvious because the really there was a bit when um, they were going through the evidence, and she went. Oh, I was away that weekend, and he did the guilty face. He did the busted face. I know oh, I've made right. the busted face. He did the busted face. And I thought, all oh, right, so he's guilty. I just thought it was, I, I thought it was pony tonight. Oh, no, I, I, I was just wondering, you've, you've seemed quite vitriolic about your hatred of it, and I wondered if maybe you had gone up for the part of the, um, this, the, uh, his younger self. Or if I'm, or it. if I'm a sex offender. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, I am quite vitriolic, and I'm really trying to make this show celebratory, and I think we're going to do, next week, remind me of this, Kath, next week, we're not going to allow any negativity on the show for the whole week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to have a go at it, and, and, and see, see if we can do it, because it would, wouldn't it be unusual on radio? Yeah. We're pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, tonight, yeah, we're, we're, we're giving National Treasure a kicking, but generally, we're, we're pretty close to it being a, a, um, a, a celebration. Uh, and I think we can do it. I think it would be un- it would be unique on radio. Um, no, I just I just had high hopes for it, Rory. And I don't watch TV much anymore. Mm. I watch it very, very rarely. And um, seeing these first two episodes, it's kind of made me realise why I don't watch TV because most of it isn't very good i don't think television as noel coward said television is for appearing on not for watching wow. and it's i think it's right i don't think much of it is very good Are you enjoying it rory um yeah no i think it's i think it's good it's um it, it's trying to be a slightly surreal and different with different sequences and visual weirdness yeah. um Towards the end and stuff, but uh, no, I, I, I think it's good. I think I think the woman is good. Julie Walters is in everything, though. I wonder, does she have a contract with Channel Four? Does she have to be in everything? I, I can watch. I, I I I love Julie Walters, and I have a very soft spot in my heart for Julie Walters because I did have a crush on her in the eighties. Um, I thought she was smoking in Educating Rita, and um, anybody that's played Mrs. Overall is is you know I think she's she's brilliant. So I could watch her incessantly. I, I, I've never been a massive Coltrane fan. Never watched Cracker, um, mm. uh, but I, I, I think he's good. But I don't think I think even he's struggling in in this. I don't know. There's something about it that's just not particularly convincing and we all know you know i can he's obviously abused his daughter when she was younger that's why she, no you haven't <laughs> there's no obviously a point so, sorry you're spoiling this for rory well no but rory you, 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 you hang on a minute you think he's innocent no i, I think they're deliberately treading a very fine line between making the viewer think Oh, is he innocent, or is he? Was he? Did he have inclinations, or and did he not act on the inclinations? And um, maybe his friends are guilty. Maybe I think actually the Julie Walters character came across as more sort of a bit more evil than he did. With yeah, because she turns daughter. a blind eye to his sexual abuse. Well, and she sort of told her daughter to control <laughs> herself. That was the moment I got told to. <laughs> I got laughed at because I was watching it. And I went. <sighs> 
Now that bit in the bedroom where that she's saying you stop doing this and you go downstairs and you know support yeah. your father, and I said that is why she's the way she is. She Rory, well, exactly. That's off. what I thought too. I thought that's what she's she controlling. I think with Rory that you and I are watching a different program because <laughs> I think everything. I think, yeah, I, I I often get accused though of um, not getting things. <laughs> well, there you go. Everything well. to me is completely signposted. Here's my predictions, Rory. Uh-huh. He's guilty. Julie Walters um, didn't know all of it, but she certainly knew some of it was going on, and he abused his daughter. Right. That'd be too obvious, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? uh, Yeah. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's. Well, how much? There's only two more episodes to go. I think. Oh, okay. I think so. We'll 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 speak in. Well, we can speak before then, of course. (laughs) But we'll we'll speak in two weeks, definitely. Um, And uh, you know, if I'm wrong, then I'll 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 happily um, try and dodge my way out of that. Okay. I tell you what, I am loving without reservation, and I don't watch um, television very much either. Cold Feet. I was worried. Oh, yeah. I was worried about the return of Cold Feet, but I flipping love those those guys. I do. I don't care who knows it. It's Cold Feet time oh, so again. Funny. I just love them. Dun, dun. I just love them. Even that Wally, David. Um, well, I you know, uh, Rory, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Rory getting quite defensive of um, National Treasure there. It seems obvious. He's enjoying it. Why do you have to ruin it for well, him? Well, no, I'm not ruining it you for are. him. Just... I'm pointing out where the story is obviously <laughs> going. He's enjoying it, leaving. No, I'm, he can enjoy it. He, he's welcome to enjoy. I'm glad he's enjoying it. But um, it's it's signposted all along I the think way. That's, I think that's a trick. Oh, we think there's going to be an old double mm-hmm. bluff? No. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll watch the rest of it, because it, it gives us an excuse to uh, turn the TV up loud and yeah. annoy the sport sport billies. Can you turn that down? Sorry, guys, we'll be talking about it on the show tonight. Can't you hear your shouting football match? Yeah. So oh, can you not hear each other swear? Because that's all they do in there, the sport billy types. All swearing, swearing, swearing. Oh, wait, 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> Sorry? Nothing, just made me chuckle. Oh, eight, it doesn't happen a lot, but... 4-4. Four, four. That's what it sounds four, like. 499 is the... Um, telephone number if you want to give us a call it's a phone-in show unlike any other phone-in show in that you can um you can call in about anything you want um let me give you two ways that two other ways that you can um, listen to this oh have you downloaded didn't do, didn't do this last week have you downloaded the uh smart telephone application um which is one of the ways i listen to talk radio you download uh, you go to uh, uh, the Apple Store or the uh, the Android Store. I don't really know how it works on other phones. If you type in Talk Radio, and it's the, there's a few things pop up, but it's the black and red logo. So it's a black background and a red, um, like a microphone, I don't know, or white, red or white, black or... It looks like a microphone or an acorn. It says um, Talk Radio, and um, it's you can de- you can listen to the show on the phone, um, or you could retune your DAB. Angelos, how do you listen to the show? Hi. How do you listen to the, the show and to talk radio? I've never listened to this show. Do I you, watch the telly. Right. Do you listen to any of the talk radio shows? No. No? No. No. no, no. But yet no. You, 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 you constantly call in. Yeah. yeah. That's because I'm watching the telly. Uh-huh. What are you watching on the telly? I phoned up to talk about the telly. Sorry, I phoned up to talk about it. Okay, your phone, your phone's breaking up. So, um, we... oh God, sake. I, I live in, I live down in the well. Um, I phoned up to talk about the telly. Okay, oh, let's. Okay, where let's you go? Let's talk about the telly. Let's, let's, please. 
Okay. Um, what um, what shows do you like? What shows do you like, Ian? Well, you've called up to talk about the telly, Angelo. So why yeah, don't you? I yeah, know. So why don't you tell us what shows you like? I like Storage Wars, and I like uh, Eggheads, and I like um, Pointless. So inter- like intellectual. The Apprentice, I like intellectual, that as well. Intellectual stuff. Yes. You know, I, I won. Really... I won Pointless recently. Me and Keith Chegwin. Okay, I'm on Pointless. Being in the audience doesn't count as being on no, Pointless. No, no, I was on it. I done it. When did you do I that? Done it. Um, about, uh, about two months ago, I done it. Has it been on TV yet? No, not yet. No. And did, how far did you get? I got right to the end. And who were you on there with? Debbie McGee. Because I heard you talking about that um, thing on Channel 4. That National Treasure thing. Oh, yeah. 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 I heard you talking about that. Yes. And I thought I'd ring in and talk about a telly. Yeah. Because I watch quite a lot of telly. Oh. Well, we've, um, we've got somebody... you talked about um, National Treasure. I thought I'd ring in and um, okay. talk about a telly well, as well. You, why don't you say hello to Philip from South Norwood? Hello, Philip. Good evening. How are you? How are you? Very well indeed. Oh. Um, I get you phoned in about television. I'm really interested. Uh, just before we get, continue our conversation, Ian, you mentioned Julie Waters. Well, I, I don't know if you ever saw it. There was a film she made called She'll Be Wearing Pink Pajamas. Have you ever seen Julie Waters in that, Ian? Or the person I'm talking to. I don't know your name. I do apologise. My name? Yes. Angelus. Angelus. Yes. yes. Have you ever seen the film with Julie Waters in? Ian was talking about Julie Waters. A film Julie called... Waters, yes. Have you seen that film? She'll Julie be wearing Waters. pink pyjamas. Yes. It's about a group no, of I women. No, I don't. No, okay, go on. It's about a group of women who go to an yes. outward, outward bound school. Very good film indeed. Now, the What's an outward find... bound school? I beg your pardon? What's an outward bound school? She goes to an outward bound school, correct. And with her what is an outward bound school? And outward bound that? school, that is the school where they do uh, things, they go out into the woods and... Um, oh, OK. Yeah, it okay. is. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good film. Now, the reason... And I then what happens? The reason I rang it, Angus, was that oh. Ian was talking about box sets. Yes. Now, I, I'm halfway through a box set from a TV yes. series from 1976 that... I know the one. What was it called? The Minder. No. It was an Australian series that oh, was shown... The Sullivans. No. Oh, it's a great series. Oh. No, this series... Great series. Only... Great this, series. This series was only shown in the oh. north of England. It was shown oh. on Granada. So the people, all the listeners in, in the Granada area will know this okay. series. It was called okay. Bluey. Yes, of course. Did you, did you ever see Bluey when it was shown in the north of England? No. No, well, Bluey, I heard all about it though off the internet. Yeah, it's a very, very yeah. good series. It's a, a story about a police officer in Melbourne. Yeah, and he's um, he's, he goes after people. What watch Blueys, isn't it? Yeah, that is his name. No, he he doesn't oh. go after people that are blue. No, what he does, yeah, that's his name. 
<laughs> no, I just thought he went after people watch what watch blue films, you know? No, 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 no. That was some other series. We've, I haven't heard of that one, no. But this is oh. a series that it's just been released on a box set. In those yes. days, there was a lot of controversy. How many, how many did they make of Bluey? 39. How many? 39 episodes. God, it must have gone on for ages. No, well, no, it was only on for one series because this was Australia and they tended... Oh, they've got nothing else. Well, in, in, in America, I mean, on occasion, some of the series went to 26 episodes. And what they yes. would do... Yes. Well, 24 the, goes to 26 episodes. Or, or 24, 26, 25. And then when they've shown oh. them, they would repeat them in the summer period as reruns. Right. Like Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues, of course, yes, with Dennis Brand. That was a very, very good... And that's also got Blue in the title, which is like Bluey from Australia. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, there was another thing... The thing about Hill Street Blues is that it wasn't just shown in North England. It was shown all over... No, it wasn't shown in the London area. Bluey was never shown in the London area. But Hill Street Blues was, and that's the point that I'm making, Patrick. Hill Street Blues was shown all over the country because that was on ITV Network. Yes, exactly. So that was on a national network yeah. television. Do you watch Storage Wars? Story. I tell you what, the one I like is the Baggage yes. Battles. Yes, I love Baggage Battles. Is that um, to do with, like, baggage and where they battle That's right. Funny enough, about a couple of months ago, I met one of the people that takes part in that program. You know the what English were they like? Couple, you know the English couple that live in America? Yes, I well, do. I met the guy and we had a long chat and we were talking about the things he'd found and a really interesting couple to talk yeah, to. Yeah. What, okay. what is the weirdest thing he'd found in there? I, I think he said it was... A, it, well, it wasn't weird what he found. It was just the, the most interesting and probably... Yes. It was a, it was a, a parchment, a, a big... that had a historical significance. Uh, and, I thought uh, you were going to say sex toy. He was, a, he was a, It was a historical parchment that he found. No. Okay. And, um, you know, and that was it. So, oh, anyway, yeah, what did he do with it? To what we're talking to. Can I... Well, I don't know if Ian's got my email, but the film that he likes is going to be shown on Friday week, Saturday morning, Multiplicity, with Michael oh, Keaton. Yeah, Mar- so I know you're Mar- listening, Mar- Ian, so uh, I know you're... Because you like that film. Yeah. Are you what do you like that? watching, then? What do you like watching, then? Oh, me? What, you, what, yeah. Well, I, as I say, I tend to be pretty selective these days, you know. Right. I see something, I think, oh, I'd like to watch that, you know, and... Um, yeah. But I mean, what, like the news, oh, or eggheads. Yes. Uh, I mean, mm. there's there's such a wide range of, you know, you've got the American news, the English news, if you've got satellite cable. Catchphrase, or... you've got catchphrase. Ke- no, I've never been one for catchphrase. I don't know why, just, uh, it doesn't... Um... He's never, never grabbed you. Never grabbed you. What about yeah, Wogan? And Wogan in its heyday was right up there, wasn't it? He was indeed, he was a genius for broadcasting. He was a genius. He was a genius. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A radio star is born. 
you're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Well, that was, you know, as first hours go, that wasn't bad. Where do we take it for the second hour? Entirely up to you, dear listener. It's a, 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 a clean canvas. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Give us a call now. We'll call you back. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt my eyes. The way you hit me was a big surprise. Making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day. So I got 
So this is how thick talk sport listeners are. We keep getting messages on my screen for talk sport. Um, someone has emailed Talk Sport, but by going to the Talk Radio website, oh, guys. And so, firstly, this is from Jason, Jason Togwell, man alive, what a prune. Firstly, what other country sets up their national manager? When are we going to learn to support our national team? Secondly, it is not a catastrophe as no one has died. It's human nature that we all want to make more money. All he's done is have a private conversation that an outrageous national paper has broadcast and set up. You all need to get a life. He's not abused his position. On and on it goes. You're listening. Dude, dude. Well, he won't even hear this. He's listening to one station. He's emailing another. He's now at home getting angry because um, Cundy and Goldstein aren't reading out the um, yeah. illiterate fool's email. What the hell is wrong with these sports people? But also, it's one of those text messages that's about... It's all about fuss about nothing. Yeah, but you're texting about it, so stop fueling it. I do... Let, let, uh, 0844-499-1000, by the way. This is Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Ed is through the, the, the grass... Uh, the grass? The glass? The haze of grass smoke. Um, you can call in about literally anything you want. And I know some of you find this a really hard concept to grasp, right? But you you can call in about... Anything you want. There is there is no limit. Some find it a really hard concept. Others don't find it hard enough. <laughs> no, 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 frankly. We need to flag up when Angelos calls in so I can nip out for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but literally, uh, you know, uh, and, and some people, I still get messages saying, well, you need to set topics. You need to, no. to tell us what to talk about. Well, uh, you can get no. that everywhere. I think that loses. We wouldn't have had that last hour if we'd have done a topic about Sam, tonight, this hour is Sam Allardyce or this hour is... is... Also, you're not interested in Sam Allardyce, so... Well, he... Ah. Or are you? I've listened to a lot about this, right? Part of the fuss is that... Um, I can't see what the major fuss is. So he was offered 400 grand to go and give uh, four talks, right, in mm. Saudi Arabia. Right, 100 mm. grand each. That's fine. Yeah. England manager's not busy all the time. He does, like, what, three matches a year? So that's all right. Um, he talks about a way of being a bit bent about buying players. Okay. He was giving, I him, he was giving him tips on getting round rules. I don't understand the technicalities of that. Okay, that's a little bit naughty. But the other thing that the papers picked up on the big news the big news thing was he called him why he called him why hodgson well i don't know anything about football i've impersonated why hodgson i'm why hodgson everybody i don't even know anything about everybody has done a why hodgson impression why is that i haven't oh come on i haven't, I haven't. do it no do it no i'm why hodgson Oh my! Oh my name is Wyoj. Oh, you've done Jonathan Wass. I haven't. You have. That's just a rumor. Uh, and they're making this in this big thing. Oh, he mocked. He called him Why. Well, that, that's all he said about him. He called him Why. So what? Well, that's how we. That's how Why. That is just like me saying Newcastle. I'm saying it in the way they say it. It's respectful. But you do my voice all the time. I know I do, our kid. It is respectful to... It's more respectful to call him Roy than it is to call him Roy. Or Roy! I mean, that's the ultimate slap. If he'd have gone Roy Hodgson, then yes, there's a story. But just calling him Roy, I mean, flipping it. And that's the big thing so they've got you think he should on. be reinstated? Sorry? Hmm? 0844 
thousand. I, mean, I don't care about it, but it, it really seemed to me that everyone was getting their, their, their football shorts in a twist about... I mean, all right, so it's, it's a little bit slimy, but... So what? F- football's slimy. Football's full of slimy, self-serving egotists that want to make more money. You know, flipping heck. I listened... Oh, wait, 444991000, by the way. We call you back. I found myself listening to some of um, the debate. Yes, so did I. I tweeted he Donald Trump. He went straight Trump. in there with blaming the Mexicans, well, didn't he? I tweeted Donald Trump because I wanted him to follow me so I could DM him. But I, I guess busy, he's busy. Um, I didn't hear that bit. Um, that was right at the beginning. Really? Yeah, he came out punching. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of rambling, wasn't there? It was, it was just him... Sniffing. It was him sniffing um, and and filling... Howard Kalen suggested he may have, from the lead singer from the Turtles, suggested he may have had a bump or two. Yeah. I'm sure that's not true. He's not the only one suggested that. Um, but it was, it's just, I did find it. What was he going on about the cybers? Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. He was bit. talking about cyber security. Oh, yeah. And he was kind of, and, and he just kept referring to the cyber is, you know, really complicated and you've got to be careful of the cyber. Like that was a thing. Um, He's going to be president of the United oh. States. That's that's going to happen. We have to accept that as uh, as a reality. I mean, let's be honest. Neither one of them are absolutely perfect in so many ways. But really, the man can't string a sentence together. Well, he can. Well, he can. Of no, course he can string it made, a sentence half together. Half of it made no sense. He was well, winging he was, it. He was stood. He was stood on stage for an hour and a half. I mean, that's a long old time. To be stood on say, but I did. I found again. I found the whole thing quite boring. I was expecting it to be more spunky than it was, and it was. Um, I suppose it was didn't it get involved. a bit? Didn't it get a bit snippy and nasty towards the end? I did, I, I fell asleep. I, I turned the radio off at about ten to three. I right. thought this is this is uh, enough of that for me. It just seemed. Um, uh, it just seemed dull, and I thought actually, I remember all politics are dull. I want no part in this. Good night, sweet prince. I'm out of here. I'm checking out. Alan, did you listen to it? Oh, did But there's one person we forgot about. Oh, yeah. The moderator, Lester Holt. Yes. Lester Holt. Yeah. Well, because he was boring. Well, he told the audience they weren't allowed to speak, didn't they? Uh, you wanted someone, what they want, and I don't like the, well, no, I do like the guy, so I don't know why I said that. You want a Ferrari. You want Nick Ferrari or James Whale hosting something like that you want you want someone with who's who's got a little bit of fire in their belly when we had the prime minister debates in britain we had three of them we had alistair stewart on itv adam bolton on sky news and david dimbleby on the bbc did we was that i mean that's uh 2010 yeah i know the year that's that's quite a bland bunch of men wasn't there oh no i'm thinking of the uh, am I thinking of the Brexit? Did we have Brexit debates? Because there was one hosted by, is it Julie Etchingham? The... Yeah, that was the Brexit one. That was Brexit. I'm talking about the very first okay. time debates in Britain. Uh, I, don't, I don't really get the point of the debates. Because if people are just going to decide who to vote on and who's better in a public argument... They've already decided by then, anyway. The, well, the swing... The, this is it. They are the undecided. There are a significant number of undecided. And that's the thing. And, the, and they apparently make up their minds uh, just by watching the debate. But if just because just they're good at uh, arguing 
It's like po- posh kids are taught how mm. to debate, and it's oh, a great yeah. skill. You know, I I had to learn the hard way, guys. But posh kids are taught it. They'll have debating classes and debating yeah. um, uh, uh, groups and things, and they'll learn how to do it. So all it means and is... And you've got the Oxford Union? Yeah, exactly. I all got it... put in a debating competition once, right? Yeah. And it was up against the posh kids. They wiped the floor with us. They, they knew exactly what... We, I mean, we were just having a go. They were doing it professionally. Well, they're trained how to do it. So all that really means is they had a... If, if you win those debates, all right, well, you had a good education and you learn... Are you doing the washing up, Alan? No, I'm in my flat having a Mayfair. Now, you mean the cigarette, not the magazine? That's right. What? That's right. You, you're right here. And you're in a flat? Yeah, I'm in my flat. Your flat? Yeah. So you don't live with your mum and dad? No, stop now about me mum and dad. Oh. Wow. You, Did she forgive you after yesterday? You got done, didn't you? Yeah. No, well, put this way, I was too noisy and me mum and dad were trying to sleep. My mum, I'm in my flat, I can do what I like. You can yeah. do whatever you... Don't smoke in bed though, Alan. No, I've got a sofa bed. Well, don't, don't smoke, smoke on sofa don't smoke in sofa. They're even more flammable, or are they inflammable? Either way, you don't want that to go up. But um, can we name um, three celebrities that have died through um, uh, cigarette-related fires? Steve Marriott from The Faces. He he was um, a, he was a boozer, and and um, he, I, I think I've got this right, haven't I, guys? Uh, lit cigarette, boom, flat went up. Oh God! Wallop. Anyone else? Yeah, one of the sex pistols on a fire. No. Steve, uh, um, Sid Vicious died of a heroin overdose after he'd been charged with murder of his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen. Um Again, Sid Vicious, I never got why, why he was so heroic. Um, it's it's a, a sad story, really sad story. Really interesting, very shy character. Um, but his mum, I read um, the Johnny, um, John Lydon, Johnny Rotten autobiography recently. And he, he wrote about it. He's very affectionate about Sid Vicious. And he's, he's, he regrets what happened to Sid, primarily him hooking up with this, this Nancy Spongebob becoming a heroin addict. But he would go round to um, Sid's house and Sid would make food but wouldn't give Sid's mum would make food but wouldn't give any to John um, and she would sprinkle heroin on Sid Vicious's cornflakes when he was a, t- a kid you know what yeah I know crazy God. what chance did the poor bugger have um, there must be more celebrities that have died in that horrific it's a proper old fashioned way to go now isn't it thankfully yeah yeah what's that what's that Alan oh, a squeaky chair you yeah, sure it's a squeaky chair? You've not, he's not the, the woman tapping her wrist going, you've only got another 20 minutes. No. No, okay. Well, Alan, it's all, uh, anything else? Um, Terry Rogan had his memorial service today. Mm. Terry, yes, I saw a very sad tweet from Tony Blackburn oh, saying, yeah. Tony Blackburn saying, I'd love to have gone to uh, my old mate's uh, memorial service, but I wasn't invited. Uh, Isn't and that you had people like Eamon Holmes there? Yeah, yeah, I had, um, I had, uh, Chris Evans giving a rather hokey old speech. Um, yeah, I felt I felt really sorry for Tony Blackburn though. And there are several words that Terry said to Chris: "They emanate with you. They either like you or you don't." There we go. You see, you're absolutely right, Helen. That was um, when Chris Evans said after a big heavy night out on the booze with Terry Wogan, "Don't you need to do any prep?" He said, "Ah, oh, Chris, they either like you or they don't." Um, I, although I don't know if that holds true for this, I suspect a significant number of people have still not made their minds up. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. 
Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I've just invited Jim will paint it onto the show. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, I've just retweeted one of his pictures. And I uh, it, every now and then someone will um, tweet me a picture of his. And they're all absolutely brilliant. And, and what it is, is you ask him to paint it. And he'll paint it. On, he does it on Microsoft. It's a computer thing. And so someone has asked him to paint the picture. Noel Edmonds calling a cat. But the cat ends up helping Noel get through what is clearly a very troubled period in his life. <laughs> and there's a picture of a cat staring at a phone. And beneath that is Noel Edmonds on the phone in his pants, in tears, covered in crisps. In the back of the room, there is um, a dummy. Uh, the famous dummy that he drives around with. There's a picture of it. it it's just absolutely uh, brilliant. And I have no idea who um, the person is behind it. But um, but we'll see. We'll see if he'll um, come on. Uh, Vivian Stanchel from the Bonzos died um, um, with a lit cigarette. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So we need one more to c- complete that grim... Uh, Trinity. What's celebratory about this? Well, not just this next week. All right. Oh, wait, four, four, but I'm not being negative, though. I mean, it's we're celebrating their lives. Okay. But it's not. I'm not dissing them for their lifestyles, which will be easy Bad to do. Bad idea having that fact, though, wouldn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, oh. Although, saying that, I was in the um, petrol station the other day. I guess, oh, do you know what? I could buy a packet, go on Virginia and some green Rizzlers. No one would know. No. No one would ever know. I thought, oh, I could, uh, could be a nice little cheeky little trick. I thought, no, once you once you go down that route, um, it's stained yellow fingers, it's um, cancer. There's that, yeah. Uh, it's stinking. Um, and it's everyone smelling it more than you realise. And always bugging for a fag. I um, had a Spanish boyfriend once and um, it was all very romantic until he came over here. And um, my housemates hated his guts yeah. because he used to smoke in the toilet. Oh. He used to sit on the toilet <laughs> smoking. Oh. Horrible, isn't it? Yeah. And he used to buy, he used to buy two. He was obsessed with kebabs because yeah. they didn't get him in Spain. And he used to buy two. He had one for his tea and save one in. The, he'd save one for the morning for his breakfast. I'm what not on had, earth did I see in him? I've not had a kebab for twenty-eight years, right? And now I eat meat again. Uh, some nights when I drive home, the M4 is closed off. And um, I then the diversion takes me past a kebab van. The next time the M4 is closed off and the You're gonna go diversion, buy two. I'm, well, I'm going to buy a kebab. You want chilli sauce, my friend? You bet I do, buddy. You bet I do. I never do. went for the kebabs. Cause apparently it was quite a good kebab shop. I just didn't fancy it. I used to have chips on naan. Oh, that was lovely. My, well, my mum used to buy the kebab. She's like, when I learned to drive, she'd send me down the, to Slough to, uh, you've tried the rest, now try the best. And I'd get a couple of kebabs. You what want chilli sauce, my friend? Oh, what yeah. would you get? The ones where they, like, shave it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks horrible. Yeah, doesn't it? What is it like? What do you mean, what is it like? What's that meat what like? Is it, it like? like? is it like... It looks like corned beef. That sort of texture. It's, I don't know what... I've never had corned beef. Like, I don't know what that um, is. Does it's it chewy. fall to bits? No, it's chewy. Oof. Very chewy. Oof. You want chilli sauce, my friend? You not? Like yes. chewy spam? Thicker than that. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not there for twenty eight years. Um, delicious, heartburn causing, but delicious. Uh, oh, salad. You want salad? Yeah. Listen, everything I can get in there that doesn't cost any more money, you put it in there, buddy. Hot rocking horse. 
What? That's what my um, housemates used to ask for. Hot sauce, hot rocking sauce. Well, why? Hang on a minute. Why would they say... That's not what, what kind of made-up slang is know. that? I don't know. They thought they were cool. They were. Tris! Hip, hip, hip. I've just been sent Melanie's phone number. That's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. We're going to uh, interview Melanie. Um, uh, so next, I think it's Tuesday, the f- 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 4th, yeah. So next Tuesday, 8 o'clock, we're going to do a pre-record with Melanie. It'll be Wednesday, won't it? Uh, no, it's Tuesday. In your thing on the 1st? The thing is on the 2nd, which is Sunday. Oh, yeah, OK. Uh, my mum's birthday. Um, and then we've got Luke Haynes coming in. Now, Tris, have you read any of Luke Haynes's books? No, I haven't, no. Uh, right, I, I, I thoroughly... This is everyone's homework, right? Everyone's homework is to read the Luke Haynes book. I think it's called... I'm just firing it up on um, Amazon. Um, I think it's called Britpop and My Part in Its Downfall. Let me have a little look. Um, oh, no, no. Luke Haynes, yes. No, I didn't mean that. Uh, there's post everything, and anyway, go and get his books. Both of them are absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He talks about kind of being in the. Here we go, Luke Haynes' bad vibes. What am I talking about? Bad vibes. It's hilarious. Brit Pop and my part in its downfall. J- guys, it's twenty four pence on Amazon. <gasps> I mean, really, it is so funny and so sweary and just absolutely wonderful. So that's that's my recommendation. Where would I know him from? He um right he had one hit right. Um, uh, he was in a band called the Auteurs that were kind of tipped to be the next big thing, but they never quite were. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's released loads. Um, oh, I haven't got it. He did the hit that he had was. It's just the facts of life. There's no master oh, plan. Black box recorder. Black box recorder. Which and they ripped that off of, but brilliantly. And he talks about it openly. They totally ripped off "Honey to the Bee" by um, Billy, <laughs> and he makes oh, yeah. he's he's proud and he's absolutely it's he's um anyway I think I think he's fascinating. He's got a new song out as well, which is which is superb because um um I, I actually hang on a minute, let me play the new um. Song. Can you indulge me for a minute, guys? Yeah, of course. Because, um, it, what's, I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh, what's the new, guys, what's the new Luke Haynes song called? Oh, Smash the System. There we go. Now, it, this is not going to be, oh, my computer's gone to cock. This is not going to be to, um, everyone's taste. Okay. I, I, I tell you that now. Some people will hate it. It will become apparent. Oh, I can't find it. I'll have to find it in a bit. It'll become apparent why, why I like it. But um, he, anyway, he's good, and he's coming in next Tuesday as well. So that'll be cool. Anyway, Tris, what you got for us? Well, I just wanted to touch upon quickly that we've all seemed to gloss over Jonathan's uh, new uh, direction. From last night's show, where he wants us all to get our get our wangers out. And well, not all of us. He doesn't want together. to see. He doesn't want to see mine. Well, no, you can do some knitting, love, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Why? Are you up for that, it? To be honest. Um. No. Oh. Is that all right? We can what? do it one on one. I don't mind that. Okay. Why have you brought it up then, Tris? I, I don't know. I just I just thought he's struggling for struggling for contentious material and he's trying to go to a new uh, 
I don't, well, no, I, I think that's unfair, Jonathan. I don't think he always phone. I don't think he always phones in to um, to be um, argumentative or to be obnoxious. You know, I, I've I found some of his calls quite charming and um, quite insightful. I mean, obviously the Stephen Lawrence thing was was obnoxious, and there's been a few others. But I find him. I don't think he's always. Um, attempting to uh you know to to cause offense i don't think he's a, he's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine though i find him quite fascinating oh yes i find I, I find all of you fascinating you're all creatures in my laboratory hmm. <laughs> anyway what, what i was going to talk about i had a bit of a bit of a weird experience in a record shop today yeah go on um we um i go there quite a lot and the the girl that works behind the counter, we have a little chit chat every time, and um, she's often she's often talking about Dave Davis actually. And we, we, we but you know, I'll I'll stand and talk about music all day as long as as long as I'm entertained for you know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I was buying a few bits today, and uh, but I was with my wife today, and I go up to the counter. I, she she was very cold, very standoffish. Didn't say a word to me. Uh-oh. She normally offers me a free. Um, Free uh, poly slip for the for the records as well, which I didn't get offered today. And uh, she basically threw it at me and just snatched the money out of my hand. <gasps> oh, oh, Tris, yeah. you've claimed another heart. So yeah. she she didn't know that you were married. No, Aye. no. Um, and now I sort of think back, thinking these little chats. You know what. What did they mean, and what you know? What sort of signals were I giving off? I feel I feel quite quite terrible about that. I was quite shocked, actually. Oh uh, well, it's interesting, isn't it? That um, uh, w- w- our in actions and our words, you know, when they leave our bodies and our mouths, to us mean one thing, to um, to other people are interpreted in completely different ways, and some people do interpret pleasantness as flirtation. Yeah, I know. It's it's um it's unfortunate, really, because I just want to chat about music. But of course, on the flip side, the second I get outside, the wife's like, "Well, what have you been saying to her?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't gone well either way. I've had a bit. I've had a bit of trouble in the past, but I now know what it yeah. was. I look at people's mouths when they're talking, like all the time, and, okay. and I think in the past, boys thought that that was like me giving them the come on. Yeah, no, I can see that. But it's because my mum's sisters were quite deaf. So she was used to sort of, you know, they were used to lip reading. And so the way my oh, mum talks to yeah. me, the way I talk to her, we, we look at each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and it, it's got me into some um, awkward situations in the past where people have misread it. And then you think afterwards, yeah. was that my fault? I didn't, oh, I didn't do it on purpose. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's really hard to know, like, what was the the one thing that was said or the one thing that was done that sort of made you think you're up up for something, you know? Mm. Hang on a second, guys. Mm. Has Smokey Robinson just died? What? Mm. Hang on a minute. Someone's just done Smokey Robinson, hashtag RIP. Let's, uh... Oh, I wouldn't read too much into that, though. Um... No... He's still alive. Okay, guys. But he's... now you've mentioned him. No, uh, the curse. The curse oh, is kicking in. Go. Oh, the curse. Follow time. Why would someone do Smokey Robinson hashtag RIP? Because people are swines, aren't they? Well, um, I don't know. But I don't know. People just want likes and retweets and all that sort of thing, don't they? They'll put anything. Yeah. 
Uh, can you ever Some go back? People are dishonest on the internet. <laughs> Shut up, man! What are you talking about? So, can you ever go back to this record emporium? <sighs> well, I've got to because it's my it's my place of choice. You know, I'm. Well, there's only what do you do? the other alternative is you've got to stop being so damn sexy, Chris. Well, this is a real problem, as you well know. Kat, you know? It's hard to but turn I'll that stuff off. Down many a time. <laughs> Chris, it's hard to turn that stuff off, man. Trust me, I know. Thank you for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number, and it's this kind of uh, part in the show when the phone calls sort of drift away. And um, we have less of them, and, and that is absolutely fine. It is flipping boiling in here. Are you really hot? Yes. I'm not. My hands are cold. I am absolutely boiling in here. Oh, there's a brilliant headline in the Star today. It's amazing that people can write this and, and it gets um, printed. Strictly Tess in nip-slip mishap. Oh, God. And and you don't really need... Don't need the mishap, do you? We don't need to read any more of the story. I think we know where this is going to go. I'll read it. Strictly host Tess Daly suffered a nipple nightmare... <laughs> Now, a nipple nightmare for me... A memory mishap. A nipple nightmare for me would be when um, you run a marathon, your nipples fall off. That happens. They fall off. They can do, yeah. They, they just got terribly no, chafed. No, no, no. No, they can fall off. This is absolutely true. That Yes, you, get, you have to put Vaseline on your nipples or tape them, um, but they can fall off. With the frick, the constant rubbing, they can drop off. Now, that to me... I think that can happen. That to me would be your actual nipple nightmare. A nipple dropping off. Mm. If your nipple fell off, would you put it in your mouth and suck it? <laughs> what? I would do it to mine. Nipple fell off. I think I'll have a. Oh, put that. I put it in a matchbox with some cotton. I probably water. wouldn't. No. Would you not? No. Well, that's where you and I are different. <laughs> in one of the many ways, we're different. The presenter... I thought you meant suck it to, like, keep it warm so they could stick it back on. How do they... um, Well, they can make... Not just for kink. They can make fake nipples. How do they sew on... How do they sew on John Wayne Bobbitt's willy? That is... That is remarkable. Mm. Forget... Forget all the stuff about they found a cure for baldness and and all the cancer treatments and all of this, you know... uh, Did she completely sever it? She chucked it out the window, didn't she? She chucked it out of the... the, Didn't she chuck it out of the car car window? window? Right. Did she bite it or was she scissors? I think she might have been scissors. Knife, wouldn't it? Yeah. Not scissors. Why does it sound so ridiculous? Yeah, you're doing little kiddie scissors. I'm talking about big kitchen scissors. Whoa, All right. Wallop. That's no, you're doing um, garden shears. shears. No, no, no. You can get big big metal scissors. The bacon scissors. Yeah. Um, Or sausage scissors. How, how do they sew a man's winkle back onto the stump? And it still functioned because yeah. he went on to make porno. Yeah, he made he made a porno about what happened. You there was a porno would, version of that. You think that would kill the mood if anything's gonna? Divine Brown made a porno version of what happened with Hugh um, Grant with a Hugh Grant lookalike. 
Well, of course she did. That's brilliant. But imagine, if I had had my penis hacked off... Can I not imagine that? No. If I'd had it hacked off, I think the last thing I'd want to do is then make a career out of having sex in public with that penis attached to me. It was separate, maybe. Send it out on solo missions. Maybe it was was attached to the Velcro. Little clockwork feet on it. Yeah. Um... But how how do they? I mean, just a genuine question. I'm not with medically the hand, trained. With the hand, you can kind of understand because you can see which way round it's supposed to go. You can line it up and go, yeah, that looks right. There's the bone there. Yeah, There's but it's the all nerve. the inside bits that's the tricky part. Well, that surely. does that does it all itself, I think. No, well, they find each other. No, you've got to put the tendons and all the like tubes and that together, haven't you? Well, I don't. I don't know. My boys, we were out um, the other day at playground. And my eldest came rushing over to me. He said, Daddy, Daddy, I've just seen a man with a robot arm. And I'd look, and there was a fellow with a very sleek... He was a white guy, but he had a black, sleek robot arm. And my... What, you mean a prosthetic arm? Well, but it was robotic. Right. It was robotic. It was attached to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't just walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had the talk about, well, you might have lost it because he was ill, or maybe he wasn't born with it, or maybe he's a soldier, or mm. and it, maybe there was an accident, probably more than likely it was an accident. I said back when I was a kid, you didn't get arms that you could do the fingers, you just got a rubber arm. Yeah. You know, you, had a, you, you saw people either with the stump or they just had a, a rubber arm. Mm. And then my youngest is going, where is he? Where is he? I can't see him. I can't see him. He was quite some distance away. And so I was trying to, because I, I, it was a, treading a fine line between I, I wanted to see, I wanted to get across that it was perfectly normal and it was it, you wanted to educate all, him we're all God's creatures um so I was kind of going it's over there right no see this right you see this right the swings no the kid the, the for the little kids he's to the left of the so I was trying to but then I, I thought well am I by pointing it out am I denormalizing it and making it seem freakish in inverted commas i didn't quite know what the best way i didn't want to go he's over there you see he's got holding he's holding the little girl he's, he's using it now look it's going now he's doing it but they're amazing those arms when did they become can you get toes can you get toes that you can... Wiggle? You, you can wiggle. I don't really know where, why you need to wiggle them. For, but, um, but you can get the feet... You can get ones with the feet yeah. that are kind of mechanised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you have the control... All right, well, how do you control the ha- How do you control the hand? Isn't it mus- muscular, like the same way you control your actual hand? Depends where the stump ends, surely. Well, it was up to the elbow. Yeah, but you, the stump might have gone inside it. Well, well, so it might have been longer. No, 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 no. It wasn't. You could tell because it was. All right. You could tell. So it was. It was. It was elbow. I, I just isn't technology now slightly, slightly ham-fisted way. Isn't technology amazing? How does it work? We'll find out about um, Tess Daly's nipples after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh this is Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Catherine is in the studio with me. Ed is through there. Good evening, Ed. Evening. Thank you very much indeed. He's fallen down um a well. <laughs> um Katia Hello Ian. Uh I heard you talk about uh, wait I think that's Wayne Bobbitt. I'm not really sure but John last... John Wayne Bobbitt was his name, yes. Uh la- last week And it's I... interesting, isn't it? Because Bobbitt it, it Bobbitt isn't a euphemism for penis, but it sounds like it could be or for oral sex or something. Or well, it, it Bobbitt sounds 
dicky, doesn't it? Mm. It and sounds it's be, like it's, it's become a verb, hasn't it now, to bob it? What yes, does, it what does is, that mean? It's to verb, chop yes. it off. Oh, is that what you've called in for, Katya? Are we stealing your thunder? <laughs> no, but uh, the amazing thing about the whole affair is that he was asleep when she did it. That's that's how can you? That's cool. You know, cold. Yeah. Well, can I read you an email? Huh? Can I read you an email? Okay. From Luke Haynes. Now, now, do you know who Luke Haynes is? Uh, you talked about him. He's coming on the show next week, right? Mm, marvelous. Um, and I, we've been emailing each other. Ian, I'd love to come on your show. By some strange serendipity, I was listening on Wednesday oh. and howling with laughter at the woman with the Kansas obsession. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's... Yeah, I can't remember. No. Yeah, that, he's talking about you, Katya. You were the bait in the trap that uh, hooked me the interview. Oh, well done me. What were you on about? Well, Kansas, obviously. I've been reading about Kansas, and they were rubbish, right? And they were real minor players in rock and roll, and they were they were a bubblegum soft rock group put together by Don Kirshner, and they really were pointless. So that's it. You've decided it's uh, just rubbish. Yeah, again. I have. Yeah. Sounds gotten dry to me. I've, re- I've, I've read about them. I've researched them as a result yeah. of you, and they were pointless. And, and you've listened to them, have you? No! Oh, Why would I listen to a band to know I don't like the band? Oh, can't believe that. It's pointless. Anyway, we were talking about Bobbit. Yes. So, um, I I didn't really listen to the whole conversation you were ha- having because uh, I thought I must ring, so, uh, and I spoke to Ed, so I don't really know what you said about it. But okay, what would you like to add to the, contrib- to the conversation? <laughs> um, he became a porn star, you probably said that, did yep. you say that? Yes. All right. Um, I don't think he's a porn star anymore. Uh, what, did he fall off again? Terrible happened. To, well, terrible it, in the penis kind of thingy related happened to him again. But I don't really know why. I better look this up. <laughs> yeah. Um, How come you seem to know so much about John Wayne Bobbitt? Well, not so much about him, but I about know about penises in general. About the the the, the ones that have been uh, cut. Yes. You know about cut penises. Yes. Why? I don't. I can't. Um, I'm not going to say. <laughs> well, it makes it worse by not saying. <laughs> Are you a cut penis file? <laughs> not really. Okay, here's the thing. Whenever, um, like when you watch television with with, uh, with a man, let's say you're you're watching television with your um, husband. Yes. Or your soon-to-be husband. Yes. And uh, they um, show people having uh, on the tele- on morning television. Yeah, that was that was last week actually. Uh, they showed, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Anyway, with your 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 hus- soon-to-be husband, <laughs> and you're watching. around. <laughs> okay, Roger, he doesn't really like uh, me talking about cut penises. That's why you're, I like this is Roger, your fictional them. boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Doesn't like you talking about cut penises. No, no, he does this thing with it, with his legs. If I do, all oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he's squeamish. Yeah, I think he is. And and uh, it's so. But funny, why do you want to talk? So what? You go and research cut penises yes. just to freak him out. Yeah, 
Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's strange. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is strange, Katia, yes. Oh, well, I'm not, well. It's made us think you're a little bit, um, what's mm-hmm. the word? Well, a bit of a pervert. Am I? Yeah. No, but, but I only read things. I don't... I, oh, you don't that you don't. defense. Do you, do you Google them to look at them? Well, uh, you know, not not all. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to no. Google it. In the meantime, do you want to hear what happened to Bobbitt? Cut penis. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Seven, all right. Seven. In 1999, Bobbitt received probation for his role in a theft in a store in Nevada. In 2003, he was sentenced to prison for violating his probation for that theft after he was uh, arrested on battery charges involving his then wife, Joanna Ferrell. He was again twice arrested on charges of battery against her in 2004 and the same year he filed for divorce under the name John W. Ferrell, which he'd been using during his marriage to her. In 2014, he was severely injured when he broke his neck in a vehicular accident oh, in Buffalo, New York. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, his neck. Yeah, OK, OK, OK. That's, so that's... it was his neck and not his... Um... Not Here we go. Here we go. This, I, I've just oh. Googled severed penis. <laughs> the first um, two stories. First one, man high on meth cuts off penis and feeds it to alligator. What? Second story. Adulterer has penis sewn back on by Dr. Van Dong. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that... Oh, and I've Googled it! I wish I had Googled it! Get rid of it! Close that picture! Oh, Kath, look! Can you see it? Oh, God! Look at that one! It's hanging by a thread! Reminds me. They're in jars. I've really got to get some Cumberlands tomorrow. When hey, gosh, <laughs> guys, please, whatever you do, do not type in severed penis into Google, then click images. Do not do that. I love you, little fella. I'll never let that happen to you. I swear, I'll never let that Stop happen. Stop stroking to you. it. He's disappeared. He's gone inside. Never seen that again. Flipping heck. Outrageous! The internet should be closed down immediately yeah. for displaying that filth. I apologize. Utter filth. Anything right. else, Katia? Um. No. Um. Strictly. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Why did I type that in? I, why did I think that would be a fun thing to look at? Poor Roger. Strictly host test daily suffered a nipple nightmare. Oh, this is where it started. It wasn't it? Mm-hmm. In the TV studio. The presenter dazzled the show's audience in a tight white dress. Oh, here we go. All she was doing was smuggling peanuts. Oh, that's not... Amanda Holden does that on purpose now, doesn't she? That's become her thing. You know, like Kardashian's bum? Yeah, in the ad break, she gets a bit of ice and rubs it on there. (laughs) Does she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marilyn Monroe used to put buttons down there so it looked like nips. Good for her. But the frock showed off more than she wanted. Just before the cameras started rolling on Friday's live launch, she looked down and realised her nipples were sticking out. She shrieked to her co-presenter, Claudia Winkleman, nipples on live television. Then the panic... Why do um, people's nipples go hard mm. when they are um, cold? I can't understand why they're cold, cause I'll, um, but excited? Well, all your blood goes to you and um, where your thin skin is. Nipples. I don't get nipples. I don't really understand the point of them. <laughs> the panic stricken star dashed out of the TV studio to readjust herself. Well, that would, be the, that would be the excitement of about to be performing on live television. That's what Might that would cold. be. Well, no, not in those studios. Those studios are hot, man. 
On set, sources claim Tess managed to cover up with tape, a popular trick used by female teachers. Why is this in the newspaper? And even more importantly, why is this coming out of my mouth? Is it written by a man? Uh, Peter Dyke. Yeah, Peter Dyke's got a thing about boobies. Claudia joked, what are you doing to your nipples? I'm going to watch. Minutes later, a composed Tess came back on set ready for the show to begin. However, that wasn't her only horror of the night. Poor Tess was also terrified that her undies were showing through the dress. Oh. And she told the audience, my shoes are too big, I might fall over. This is all bants. This is all womanly bants. Last night the BBC declined to comment. Yeah. Of course they did, because it it's just, you know, it's just what's going on in... Yes, Lee! Hello. Hello, Lee. I'm live on air, am I? Yeah, um, you certainly are. Blimey, that was quick. We've got no other callers. We can, you, we can make you wait if you want. No, it's okay. And also, I was watching on Periscope, and I wanted to compliment the woman on her outfit. Well, you, you're through to the woman now. Oh, me? Hello. Hello, hello, the Lee. Nice outfit. Thanks. That's good. Do you want to talk to the man again? Okay. Hi, Lee. Hi. What you got? So, um, well, that's that. That was nice. Yeah. It's kind. How's your day been, Lee? Busy. What you been up to? My brother's thirty-first birthday today. Oh yeah! Did you give him some money as a present? Yeah, I did. I gave him some. I gave him a hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he said to me, "Come out with me tomorrow." Um, I've got to visit because he lives in Gloucester. I had to go on the train up to Gloucester, and uh, so he wants me to spend more money. In. But then I got a phone call about half an hour ago, about eleven o'clock, saying I want fifty quid off you. Now, Lee, can I? I've been thinking a lot about the conversation we had yesterday. Been thinking a lot about it today. Yeah, I have. And um, you don't mind me thinking about it, do you? No. No. And I've been, my head's been going off on all kinds of tangents and all kinds of f- followed, uh, like like Columba, I've been following every line of inquiry. Right. Um, uh, in, in terms of what we talked about yesterday, in terms of your boozing and, and the money to your brother and, and stuff like that. And um, you've mentioned that previously that you're, um, you're schizophrenic and, and you get receive medication for that. And I was just wondering if you found... How am I going to phrase this and not sound offensive? I don't think I can, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Do you mind if I just come out and say it? Come out and say it. Are you sometimes a bit of a fantasist? Is everything that comes out of your mouth true? Yes, everything is true. Now, you think I'm lying about my brother? I, no, well, hey, I didn't... Listen, I've not used the word lying. I just wonder... My brother exists. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't. I was just following every line of thought, and I just thought that some of the things that were mentioned yesterday were so fantastical. Really? That um, I just... I, I wondered if they were true. Yeah, I wondered if they were true. No, that's true. I haven't told you a single lie, Ian. Okay. No, that's... And that's... And that's fine, Lee. And that's fine. And you, I'm sure you don't mind. I well, maybe... imagine what I could have said that would make you think that. Well, the thing about drinking a whole bottle of whiskey and four beers... Oh, yeah, I'll drink drink a bottle of whiskey in a day. Okay. Yeah, I do. I drink a whole bottle of whiskey a day. Not every day, not seven days a week, because I can't afford it. I only get... I told you how much money I get. Yeah. And you drank a whole bottle of whiskey yesterday, did you? Yeah. Because you sounded really with it for someone who's drinking a whole bottle of whiskey. Well, I don't get drunk. I'm drinking a bottle of beer now. I don't get drunk. Yeah, I've... I've spent a lot of time with... Proper hardcore alcoholics, right? Bang on alcoholics, right? 
And, um... I think even they, some of them would blanch at uh, a whole bottle of whiskey. And even them that have been boozing for 20, 30 years, some of these people. Well, everybody's different, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, they are, exactly. But even them that have been boozing for 20, 30 years would not, would, would sound less focused than you do after a bottle of scotch. Well, I drink it with energy drink. I don't know if that helps. Maybe that helps my metabolism. I don't know. Yeah, it might do. Uh, but, you know, I'm not for one second accusing you of, a li- of being a liarly. I just have to, um, I take everybody that calls in at face value, and sometimes I sit at home and um, I spend a little bit of time just just wondering what's going on behind the phone calls, that's all. Well, I'm not lying to you, Ian, honestly. No, that's fine, that's fine. Seriously. Okay, no, that's fine. If you say you're not, then... Uh... I don't get drunk. I can drink, I can drink a bottle of whiskey in a day and not get drunk. I drink it with energy drinks. I drink it with cheap energy drinks. Okay. It's like a pound for a litre. Okay, no, that's... It, Lee, if you tell me you're telling the truth, then uh, I accept that at face value. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're and welcome. that is a very nice outfit, Kath. Thanks very much. Oh, you know what my name is? Yes. Do you know what? That's just made my night. <laughs> I like to call you the woman. Well, it's it's stuck as a nickname. Lee, thank you very much for that. I hope you don't mind that probing. There's a new series started on some made-up television channel, unless they're advertising with us, in which case, boy, it sounds brilliant. And I saw the poster for it. I thought, is that really the name of Pro? Then I heard a trailer for it. And it's called something like Hootie and the Lady. And it's this, it's like an Indiana, from what I can gather from the picture, I've always seen there's a picture, and I've heard like a 10 second trail for it. And from what I can gather, it's like an Indiana Jones type thing where he's like the hero and he's got a posh English woman, the lady. Mm. And I thought that is such it's very old fashioned. a 90s. Yeah title um or 80s even yeah it's it was really could, could someone it's is, real is it's a real thing is it what's it called hootie and the lady is it called hootie yeah. oh i no, thought hooten hooten that's it hooten um if anyone has seen this program i mean it sounded again if they're advertising with this man alive i can't wait to to see it i'm going to tape it all but if anyone has seen it could you um let me know as as, as bad as um as yeah, the it's title. Sky One. It's, it's excellent. Oh, it's, in that case, oh, it sounds superb. I'm looking forward to uh, to series linking that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. We'll have a little uh, a little break now for some adverts and the news, and then when we come back, we will set up the stall again and uh, have a little look back on what we've talked about about and um maybe go through some more bits in the papers we have no phone calls lined up so if, if you're thinking about it now would be an excellent time to call we call you back okay so it's 0844 499 1000 i'm ian lee this is talk radio across the uk online and on dab a radio star is born you're going to love talk radio talk radio Busy, busy, busy! 0844-499-1000. You can watch us on Periscope as well, guys. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Uh, Another hour to go. Um, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Down to the riot, it's summertime. And now's the time to smash the system. Smash the system. 
And the video, go find the video of it. It's just a joy because it's um, him wearing a gas mask and loads of um, uh, Morris, Morris dancers mm. uh, in Camden. Uh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, uh, he's such a fascinating... He's released so many records under in different... Just does different stuff all the time. He's fascinating. Those books are superb. I have to dig them out and bring them in. 0844 I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show, in that we don't really talk about anything, but yet we cover everything. Susie's on the line. Good evening, Susie. Ian Lee, is that you really? Is that you really, Susie? Yeah. Can you prove it? Have you got um, papers or something that we can use to oh, identify you? I've got it all you? here. I've got my passport and everything. My heart's beating like a little lamb. Why is your... Well, I, I, I don't know how a little lamb's heart beats, but fast. what... Is it fast? Mm. Why? Are you, are you high? Are you, what's going on? No, I'm just nervous. You know, you've got George Best, um, Danny Baker, Ian Lee. They're just in my, my heroes, so just just saying. Well, <laughs> well, thank you, Susie. I'm not quite sure how I fit in with those two, because those two are, you know, are, are legends of a kind. But, you're, well, uh, we've never spoken well, you're before. You're in my legendary like, list of people. Well, thank you very much, Susie. That's very kind of you. We've never spoken before, have we? We have. I came to see you last year in Cambridge with um, lovely Catherine. Um, let me, right, the Cambridge, let me, I'm trying to remember because there's all these different shows. Uh, I remember Cambridge because I had to walk along a long road to try and find something to eat. It was a really nice theatre. Were you one of the pissed up women? No, I don't drink. You oh. were funny as hell anyway. Oh, well, thank you very much indeed. Well, that's that's very kind of you. I, I uh, um, 
I tried because there were other... at Cambridge. There were two women there who two... apparently went to the same school as me, but they were. Is that right? You weren't one of them, were no. you, Susie? Yeah, well, I had a jacket on, yeah, Catherine. Oh, yeah. I remember you. I, I military jacket you. on. The military jacket. Ah, I do remember you. How, yeah, how ridiculous, how embarrassing. Anyway, I don't know even why I rang up, but I rang up and I thought, oh, there's no way I'll get, I'll get through. No way. Yeah, I thought, I'll just give a little chance. Uh, and I did. And the only reason I've leaned up um, yeah. to speak to both of you, actually, yeah. Yeah. would say, I can't believe that how talented the both of you are. And you're not on, like, a highbrow TV. Well, what you <laughs> Highbrow TV. I don't know if we're. I, I don't know if we're highbrow. Oh, Susie, that's a really kind thing of you to say. And and listen, the, the reason you got through is because it's still a relatively early days at Talk Radio. And um, I'll be honest, we you know, we get enough calls to fill the show, but we're not we're not exactly turning people away at the moment. So people will, people are listening. They want to oh, call up. You'll right. get on. But um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I it you know. Two, it took me two evenings. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go on. Um, to um, to try and um, work out even where you were. So I've been googling where is Ian Lee now? Yeah. Where is Catherine Boyle now? How can I get? How can I listen to them on the radio? There's nothing on the internet. You, no. you just can't. It doesn't show you. I mean, retune this, do this, like scratch your backside. You know, yeah. You, what you've done there is you've just summed up the frustration of everybody that works at this bloody radio station um, that, uh, that, that there's not really enough uh, out there telling people how to find us um, and what's on offer. So have you managed to find us on the radio or online? Do you, can you listen? Oh, yes. Uh, um, I can do it online now. Yeah, I, I can do it on my um, phone. Right. Ridiculous. Have you got uh, the app? Have you downloaded the app? App my backside. Well, I don't oh. even know what an app is. Oh, flipping it! Sorry. Really, well, you, you're obsessed with your backside, and um, which is which is wonderful to know. Um, well, you can down. If, if you got what phone have you got? A uh, pink one. Okay. Well, you can go to. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, oh, you, you well as long as you found a way of listening to us, Susie, then that is the main. Uh, the main thing. So, have you just started listening? To, you said mentioned yesterday. Was yesterday the first night you started listening? Uh, the day before yesterday, but I've been listening to on the computer thing on Goggle. I can somehow get through to listening to you on nights before. Right. It's yeah. Not quite the same, is it? No. Because when I'm listening to you, like what you've done the night before, it's not quite as no. uh, pertinent as what you're doing that evening. Well, I don't know if tonight is, but I don't think the live shows are any more pertinent. But I know what you mean. There's a certain they energy. They are to me, they are to me, though. No, I know. And that you're right. When you're listening to something live as opposed to a podcast or something pre-recorded, there is a certain energy that I, I think comes through the speakers, um, which is why I very, I don't really like pre-recording interviews for this show because I think you lose a little bit of the spark, mm -hmm. the magic of it, of it, um, happening live uh well susie i'm glad you found me and it was so, I, I i do remember you from uh from cambridge and it was so nice to have some in i reckon you do um, no i do I, I remember you I, I mean, it's nice to have, no, hang on i was just saying it was, it was nice to have um such enthusiastic people such as you and your friend in the audience so thank you for that did you really oh, weird, that was, can i ask a question because i've been thinking about it did you really go to my school yeah, but you're a lot younger than us so well, is it just the fact that you said on radio that you went to redbourne yeah so just trying to hear it from men. Isn't that funny? Um, my friend, pardon? Isn't that funny, though? It's not a massive school, is Hilarious. it? Hilarious. <laughs> 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 I know, I thought you were making it up. I, oh, God, that's really, yeah. Well, well done. We, we, we survived it. <laughs>
Yeah, we did. The one thing I was also wanted to say, may I just quickly, um, not that I'm obsessed with Ian Lee and Bunny Baker and George Bess or anything of that look <laughs> at all. Oh, Let's all forget that. But I did watch um, the other night Ian Lee um, interviewing Danny Baker. Oh, yeah, that was great, that one. What? Because he's a big, you know... Was it uh, great? Was it great? Man alive. Listen to it again. Watch yourself again. No, I'm watch not... I'm, I can't out. I can't watch it, but I... I Because, um, you know, I'm a huge Danny Baker fan, so he, he kind of messaged me before the show saying, I'm a bit drunk. Do you mind, do, do you want me to come on tonight? And I was like, yeah, of course, you know. So it was all a, a spontaneous kind of thing that, that he, he came on. We didn't know it was going to happen. It was fantastic. I mean, it was just dance from it from start to finish listen to it again honestly oh, i can't you, listen to, i can't listen to myself Susie. I, I hate listening to myself what well then you put us all through that listening to you <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky cow yes i yes i do put you through it Susie. i hate it so oh, much you, should. you have to do it um do you know what i'm gonna um I'll, I'll 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 find that because it's on my YouTube channel, and I'll I'll, I'll retweet that in case anyone missed that. Oh, just indulge yourself, please. <laughs> indulge yourself. Just for all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit at home tomorrow, naked, watching it, touching myself. I've been boring everyone. I took my brother around um, Harold Park, Harold. You know, not as in like, yeah. the old um, yes. Harold. Yes. Um, you know, Harold Country Park. Yeah. Yeah. I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, went round for his birthday, you see, crack of the cracks, and we were just talking about you. Like, he said, will you stop going on about him? Said, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, why is he not there up with, like, your Christians? And, how does that happen? I, is it just luck and the draw? I, I think a bit of it's luck. I think a bit of it's talent. You know, maybe I've not got the talent. I've certainly... Talent. I've, no, no, I don't, no, no, I don't no. know. Um, I was talking to my mate Dougie about this the other night. Dougie Anderson, he went out for oh, some Dougie. food. Oh, Dougie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Dougie. And yeah. we were talking, we were talking, because I think Dougie's Dougie. really talented and he's, he can't get, he can't get a look in anywhere. He can't get a gig. And I just, I don't understand it. And sometimes, you know, and yet I've seen people with very little talent go on to become millionaires. So I don't know, Susie. It's one of those things. And I try not to think about it too much because it would eat me up if I did. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I earn a few quid and I can pay all the bills. That'll do me. What about Catherine's thing when she did that couscous thing with the, um, uh, no, that's when I used to work with Lefty Shop with Jasmine and yeah, that's that when I used to work with Ronnie. We used to do we used to do like a soap opera thing, like a comedy soap opera thing. She's good, isn't she, Susie? What was it called? It was called. Oh. It was well. It was called Feckham <laughs> Feckham Leclay. Oh, Feckham Heights. Feckham Hall. Oh, Feckham Hall. You're speaking foreign language Hall. now. Both have got no idea what you're I know. talking about. That was a really oh god, I loved doing that show. And and Ronnie's the one oh, his who characters are brilliant. Ronnie's totally the one who spotted that uh, there was more to me than a newsreader. So, she's brilliant, Kath, and I, yeah. and I, um, I made sure that when I got the boot from the other place, and I was, uh, I found out I was coming here. I said, right, I'll come, but, 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 you got to bring my producer along as well if you want to get the full act. So, um, of course, of course, and everyone thought there was a bit of jiggy jiggy, but we know better than that. Anyway, <laughs> that <laughs> that a really bad speech <laughs> impediment before JVS. What the hell is that about? Oh now, well now you're speaking. Now we got. I don't want to slag off anyone who works there because you know. I'm not slagging anyone off. I'm just saying, what the hell is that about? <laughs> Susie, listen, I've got to go. Off? I've got to go to an ad break. It's, I'm so glad you found us. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for the kind words, and we'll speak again soon. All right. All right. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Oh, the red ball, massive.
summed up quite nicely the frustrations that we've all got that that people don't know that we're here i don't mean oh, even people looking for us yeah I mean, I mean the whole the whole um the whole station you know we've got people like paul ross and there's julia hartley brewer and there's uh you know two people i think are particularly brilliant on here are john holmes at one o'clock in the afternoon and um sam delaney yeah i mean everyone i think is great Apart from um, Julia, because she blocked me, but that's fine. When she unblocks me, I think she's great again. Um, and, and Johnny and Ash before us, but I think John Holmes at one and Sam at four, I think are are, are superb, and it, it, it's frustrating that oh, and Howard Hughes on a Sunday night. Do you know what I mean? Flipping out the unexplained. That, that, that there's no no one knows where we are. But the thing is about John is that he's doing something different. He's trying to do something different, and it's oh, I feel. I feel... He's, he's very naughty. Yeah. Uh, Alan, you're going to be up next. Stay there. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, another 45 minutes of this, and then it's the uh, two mics simulcast across um, Talk Sport and Talk Radio. Alan's on the line. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, boss. What you got for us? Right, uh, I'm a new listener, I'll be honest. I, I, picked it, I found the channel by uh, error. Uh, <laughs> I was actually trying to listen to a football, football a couple of weeks back, and okay. I've got really interested in the, the chats that you guys do. Really, really excited. Oh. Uh, especially since most of the time I'm driving, and rather than listen to Adele drone on and make me uh, distracted and falling asleep, I'm getting conversations in the car on my own, which is quite good. How, when you say um, you're finding it exciting, uh, it's making me think, you know, okay. rather than sitting there being a bit of a, how am I going to put it now? Well, I can't put it now, so actually, you know, it makes your mind numbing listening to music while you drive yeah i never really although i've just started getting into six music a bit but i find listening yeah. to music radio i do find it a little bit dull. i'll put a cd on if i've got you know if i've got stuff i want to yeah. listen to i will but i i prefer to hear um people arguing i prefer to hear arguments on the radio yeah, well especially if you try you know the only is the book of people that listen to the radio are drivers so why put depressing calming chill out music that makes them just want to go to sleep when yeah. they've got a 300 mile drive to go what what do you do alan you, what are you driving uh what am i driving um a range rover evoke and what 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 do you what do you do for a living uh um i work in the pub trade i'm a, I'm a pub manager okay well, why are you driving so far then um uh, um the company i work for we've just purchased quite a few pubs okay and i'm i'm training team up because we're Oh, okay. Landing these pubs. It's a long side. Yeah. I actually rang because uh, you're all about Hooten and the Lady. Yes. Have you seen this program? Uh, I have. Because of the hours that I do, all I end up with is uh, shite TV. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, it was interesting to watch to a point. It's got something about it, but it's very... 80s feel to it well this is it what i thought from the poster and from the trailer that i heard it did sound i thought it's it did sound like like something from the late 80s because it's, it's that format yeah. that was so popular back then which was kind of yeah. you know they're the wrong yeah, side of the tracks the posh one the battle of the sexes yeah, thing yeah. you know it, yeah it had a lot of that yeah it's very it's, yeah very density and mate pc type thing you know where they're trying to get the the male and the female is she isn't he type thing and um, Early moonlighting, where they had, you know, they're trying to get something excite, 
and I don't realise that people are past that now on TV. Mm. But Dempsey, Dempsey and Makepeace, they were, um, they were married in real life, weren't they? I think they still yeah, are, yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it develops on the TV programme. Dennis Barber. What? Yes. Little city in a time. Well, yeah, even even now. She was in EastEnders recently, wasn't she? She's a baddie. Um, they had um, <laughs> Gillian Anderson from the X Files was on Radio Four this evening, right, being interviewed, and she's got she's got an English accent now. But she's English. Uh, no, but she's American. No, she's not. No, she's American. She's always been English. Blimey! But yeah. she was. But she. Well, hang on. When did she move to America? I think, well, let's check. When I she think, was a kid. I think so. Yeah. yeah so that makes she's American. Nah. Technically, I mean, technically, she's English, but she grew up in America. Yeah, but I've still got a Mancunian accent, and I lived down south for longer. No, but she had an American accent. She had. She actually had an American accent when she lived in America. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, she did. Because I've seen her being interviewed as an American woman. Oh. This is the amazing thing, Alan. I've seen her being interviewed as an American, and yet she was on Radio 4, she was all English. Well, uh, uh, Joey Barton, he has strange accents. We're still unsure where he comes from. Well, you, you see, now, now you've lost me there because you made a sporting reference. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know nothing about sports, Alan. Oh, shocking. Well, listen, shocking. I'm, glad, I'm glad you found us. Yeah. We'll do Good our best to... And, and, thank you. I mean, I, the one that I first listened to was... Uh, Mr. Galloway the other night, it really did tick on my, uh, he, he did have a good rant and it was pretty impressive. To oh, Galloway's a, I don't agree with yeah. everything he says, but I do like hearing uh, him uh, have, have, go off on one. Yes, yes, I think that's all, what it was all about. I mean, I, I'd love to see him and uh, Donald Trump have a bit of a chat together, that'd mm -hmm. be interesting. Yeah. Well, Alan, listen, mate, you yeah. found you found us, we're on every weeknight uh, from 10 o'clock, and I, I'm, I'm glad you found us, and I'm looking forward to speaking to you again. Thank you, mate, cheers for that. Well, there we go. We had two new callers. Um, You'd found us by chance. You'd found us, well, as he said it, quotes, I found you by error. Yeah. Julian Anderson, British-American, right? Yeah. So she was born in Chicago, but soon after her birth was m moved to Port Puerto Rico for 15 months and then to London. She stayed there till she was 11 and then moved again to America. Oh. It's funny, isn't it? That, that's the age, I think, where your accent sticks. Is that the... Um, I, I moved when I was 10. Well, so then you're saying it's now 10, not 11. Initially it was 11. You said that's the age. But it was already sticks. stuck. Then you, what, hang on, you said 11 was the age your accent sticks. Well, 10, 11. Right, okay, well, there's a, 10 and 11 is a huge difference. All right, you're pending. All right, pending. I'm just being spot on. The, the Dylan and Pepper, my niece and nephew, they've got full on Kiwi accents. Well, my now. sister, we used to play with a, a New Zealand kid around the corner. My sister used to absorb accents. She was seven. Oh. She came back talking like that. But if she'd been 10, she wouldn't. Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Or 11? I think also the fact, the, the factor with me keeping my accent was I got really bullied for it. So instead of changing it, I dug my heels in. Well. Mm. I'll teach him. <laughs> I didn't know, did to it? To carry on punching me. Oh, dear. 0844 is the phone number. Suddenly there's, there's 37 minutes of this rubbish left. I know. I don't know how we're going to fill it. I've, I've kind of, I feel like I've run out of steam uh, a little bit. Is there any more nipple talk? They think it's bald over. They found a cure for baldness. But they've actually found a cure for baldness using um, a cancer treatment. What the heck? There's the irony. Let's read the story. Scientists reckon they've found a cure for baldness. Tests show taking a drug twice a day it's a specific drug it's not just any old drug right. doing two lines of coke a day or you know a bit of brown or something it's it's a it's a special drug we'll get to the name of the drug in a moment i'm sure as the story progresses 
Tests show taking a drug twice a day restores hair growth in four months. Gosh. The pill used to treat bone marrow disorders stimulated significant regrowth in 75% of patients. Does it all grow in your head, though, or will it? Like... Well, it's for, well. This is for alopecia, though, which is different from baldness, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? I think so. If blokes, blokes, well, and women, but, but, but blokes, primarily blokes that that um, go bald from like the crown and it spreads, um, that is an alopecia. Alopecia is still a bit of a mystery, isn't it? Whether it's a nervous thing or. Uh, it helps with a particular type of alopecia. This rare condition occurs when the body attacks its own hair follicles putting them into a dormant state. It leads to patchy or complete hair loss. TV presenter Gail Porter, 45, suffers with it. Um, so uh, researchers now hope for similar results when the drug known as a jack inhibitor is tested on men with the more common age-related pattern baldness. Mm. Dr Julian McKay Wigan. No. Come on. How are we spelling Wigan? Like As, the place? Yeah. said, this is encouraging news for patients coping with the physical and emotional effects of... I, well, I don't believe that. I, 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 I don't believe it. It's the way it said... Because I thought maybe that you can prevent the hair loss if you know you're going to go bald. But they're bringing hair back. Bringing hair back from the dead. Yeah. I met Gal Porter and she has a tiny little tuft of hair sort of there that um, that grows and the rest is is smooth she was telling me she was offered um she was offered treatment for it by the same people that did rooney's hair and uh she said i just didn't fancy it i didn't fancy going and doing it you know i bet it's quite painful well what do they do with that they sew hair in do they they plant the plugs now what are plugs someone listening will know this if you've got any idea what we're talking about if you can fill in the blanks 0844 499 um, it, it sounds to me like they sort of like inject it into your head what, inject hair Rooney's didn't work well it did no it didn't because he looks he looks he's gone all thin again it Maybe worked it's for not about, permanent it but worked, it did look awesome it for worked, a while I it thought. worked for six months and then it went again mm. James Nesbitt's worked but he looks too hairy he looks like he's meant to be bald I'm wondering actually whether part of it is a syrup Really? On James Nesbitt. Well, I was watching him today and I thought, that's very thick. But, but, I mean, we used to work with someone who would spray, spray their hair on. Yeah. Remember that fellow we saw in Boots who'd, um, like, marker penned his hair? Well, it did look like, yeah. Like He's it, completely bald, but it looked like... drawn it, it on, like a Lego got, man. Yeah, like a big um, black marker pen and just coloured his head Shiny, wasn't it? It's the weirdest thing. I mean, I wouldn't like. I'm, I don't think I'm going to go bald. I've got a, a, a fine head of hair. This, I don't think this is man. going anywhere. Yeah, I think this is gonna this is gonna stay. Um, but I don't think being bald for men and women it's a different thing, I believe. But I don't think being bald for men is is a is a it's, it's, it's society in society it's not a thing. But no, but personally, to the man, individually, yeah. yeah. To the man, it is. I know a lot of men who are really upset about losing their hair. Oh well. And there's all sorts of shampoos and things you can get. Oh, that's all. Things. That's all rubbish. And getting oh, no, a cow to could... lick your head. <laughs> what? You, getting a cow to lick your head is supposed to um, uh, restore uh, hair growth. Well, wives' tale. Can't think of any bald farmers offhand. Um, but um, none of those things work. None of those pills and potions work. You got if you're going to do it, you got to spend. You've got to spend. 
upwards of 15k to go and get that done mm. and even then there's a reason why you're bald god doesn't want you to have hair that's why and you can't fight that you can't fight that actually these days women quite like men with no hair there's you know some women that really go for that is it it must be cold to have no hair or does your head get used to it well well, I don't like old men with wrinkly faces and bald heads because their heads are still smooth and their faces are wrinkly. And that's weird. You, their, their head doesn't wrinkle. <laughs> that is that's weird. True. Sometimes that's it does a bit weird. at the back if they're, you know, if they're a big lad. They're frowning. <laughs> oh, wait, 4-4. Four, four. We've got another half hour of this bullshine. There's, there's not a lot in the papers. So we'll, we'll see what, um, what we come up with. If you want to take part, you're more than welcome to. Oh, wait, if you don't want to either, then I'll be yours. Oh, wait, 4-4. Four, four. 499-1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. But uh, the phones have gone quiet. That's fine for the last half hour of the show. I, I should warn you now, though, dear listener, there is absolutely nothing in the papers. And it feels like there's been nothing in the papers for weeks i mean all the papers that the, the, the um clinton uh, trump thing was too late for the papers and you do um i, I did find that i heard of it quite tedious mm. really um it seems to be lots of him interrupting and her kind of going <laughs> listen to that guy listen to him huh listen to him he's a jerk off i mean paraphrasing but that seems to be the main um, thrust of it. A hundred, over a hundred million people watched that. Well, I'm hoping the Americans watched it. They're going to have to vote. How many people are in America? Loads. More than a hundred million. Well, there's 68 million in, in England. There's um, like 1.1 billion in, in India. 1.6 billion in China. Well, I'm going to say, in America... A gazillion. No, let me see. Three, 350 million is what I'm to check? No, no, I don't want you to check. No, 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 I want a caller to call in and give me the facts. Okay. But I reckon 350 million. In that case, what were the other two-thirds of the country doing? Watching Hooten and the Lady. Which sounds like a, a really good show. Excellent. Really good show. He said that he uh, he kind of um, squirmed out of answering whether he pays his taxes and suggested he's too smart to pay taxes. Wait, no, he didn't. He didn't squirm out of it. He said he's too smart. He said yeah. he's too smart to pay taxes. Genius, absolute genius. He's going to be president of the United States oh, of America. God. Country Files Sheepdog Special. What? They used to show that as a TV program, didn't they? One uh, man and his one dog. One man and his dog. It would be on it, be, and it was it was quite popular. I would watch that if one man and his dog was on. I would watch that kind of relaxing. Didn't Tony Blackburn do a thing of a sheep thing recently? Um, yeah, for ITV. Yeah. But I don't want to watch celebrities do it. I want to watch real trained Shepherds. people do it with you know and and, and see the skill of it. Proper, proper old skill. They probably hardly anyone does it now. They must have like robo dogs or drones. It'll be drones. You heard the sheep with drones. Mm. That's what it'll be. I'd watch that actually as well. As long as they fired out lasers. Drone um drone sheep herding with lasers. Uh I would watch I would watch that. We had a farm at school. Oh yeah. For the kids who didn't want to do biology or didn't get the grades to do biology. Yeah. 
And the great thing about the farm was that we had an electric fence. Oh, I used to love holding oh, an electric yeah. fence. The chain, the chain reaction electric fence thing was a great fun. It was right next to the youth club as well, so asking for it. There's nothing better than uh, having a little bit of a beer buzz going on and holding on to an electric fence. <laughs> Is this one electric? No. Is this one electric? No. Is this one electric? Yes! There's a, one of those viral videos of a, a New Zealand girl. You've seen this, Ed? The New Zealand girl. And she grabs the electric fence and it gives her such a shock that she turns, she falls over and somehow manages to land face down in a cow <laughs> It's genius. One of the most... That's that. Here's the thing, guys, right? That is one of the most viewed videos on the internet of all time, ever. Is a it? drunk Kiwi girl getting zapped from... Oh, no, that's what it is. That's it. She puts her ass up against it. <laughs> she puts her bare ass up against it. And that gives her the shock. And she flies forward into a cow pack. That's what she's it is. She's got a kex down as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's got it all, hasn't it? It's we had, of course, we had it on um, drunk kiwis make you laugh out loud. Um, but it is a, it is, but that's one of the most viewed videos in the world ever, ever. It's had the kind of audiences that Hollywood could only dream of. Hooten and the lady, however good it may be, will get like a tiny, tiny fraction of the the views that that has had they need to write that in yeah yeah <laughs> so you look for it on youtube i will i've up. never seen it how can it be the most viewed and i've not seen it country files sheepdog special caused a stir yesterday mm -hmm. after a show full of innuendo about dogging oh what? come on oh they're doing the bake-off thing are they the right. bbc one have you got it no i'm going drunk kiwi Electric fence. Electric fence. Cow pat. That's all you need. You got it? Hang on. Does it come up? Girl touches butt to electric fence. Yeah, that's it. This will be it. Yep. Is there some swearing? Yeah, well, well, well we've got a dumb button. Hang on. This but you maybe, imagine, imagine. I've got probably... to sign in to confirm my age because she gets a bum out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Not on this one, I don't. Oh, she's filmed it in portrait. Of course she has. Challenge. I got that. Don't worry. I got that. We, got, we still got another sec, another seven seconds. There, there we go. go. There we go. There we go. We can get rid of that now. Get rid of that now, please. I'm Thank you. Right down. There we go. I'm just gonna watch it quietly. Fun times. The BBC One's hit. The BBC One hits guest expert for the 40th anniversary of one man and his dog, and two hosts hosts all made cheeky cracks. She's getting a bum out. Right. Gosh, you're watching the the movie length, uh, the director's she's, cut. She's 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 backing up. She's... No. Andy Jackman said, as Jock Welsh, fifteen, fifteen. He's a there's a fifteen year old. She, this is genius. This is what I want my kids to be achieving with their lives. Not um, uh, Lego Star Wars. I want them to be uh, sheep shepherds. Mm -hmm. Has she done it yet? No, she's just about to. Oh, she's such a wuss. Gosh, why are you it. watching the long version? Watch the 22nd version. Andy Jackman said as Jock Welsh. Jock Welsh as well. There's a name. 15 supervised his mutt Nell. 
He should be dogging the two sheep, not the three. Oh, jeez. Host Anita Rani. These are, I mean, to say these are innuendos, this is stretching it quite considerably. They're just saying it, aren't they? Host Anita Rani, 38, joined in, as she said, of a Cotswold farmer, Dick and his dogging could be tested to their limit. Oh, she's gone. In the cow pack. It's good, isn't it? A bit of fun. Colleague Matt Baker, 38, sniggered as the contestant was dubbed Lucky Dick. Viewers tweeted suggestions. They were playing innuendo bingo. John Fagg wrote, Dogging, what am I watching? I mean, jeez. Is that, the, is that the best? The, this is what I'm talking about. The, the skill is good enough, guys. We don't need the, to be doing the, these the, jokes. The level of journalism has sunk to an all-time low. Yeah, they got that story from Twitter. They got it from Twitter. This is the thing, right? All these rubbish news stories that are now from Twitter. I could be a journalist by going on Twitter... Um, and seeing what people are getting angry about and writing a story you about it. You don't even need it. to have that many people being angry or, or no, you need, you need, uh, you, noticing things. Well, this is one. One person called John Fag. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Rashid. Was that the two mics? Sorry? I was listening to the two mics while I was on hold. Well, isn't that strange? I don't know how that happened. Well, I've been sending all my emails to talk radio. I mean, talk sport. Well, you haven't had any of them, have you? I haven't received any of them because you've been sending them to the wrong place, you utter prone. Hmm. Hey, Ian, you're always on about uh, time travel. Yeah, I love it. It's my favourite genre of movie. Yeah, there is uh, proof that it actually exists because in Mike Tyson's fight in 1995, what? which is on YouTube, there's a man with an iPhone. If you type into um, uh, YouTube, Tyson, iPhone, and you see a man in the audience, in the crowd, in the, in, in, in the fight, filming the film, filming the fight with an iPhone. Let's have a little Tyson iPhone. I like these uh, these um, old bits of, there's, a, there's a, an old Charlie Chaplin film where someone's on a mobile phone. Unexplained time traveller seen at Mike Tyson fight, 1995. Let's have uh, 1995, Tyson versus McNeely. Okay. Oh my god, there is! That is freaky! Great music as well. Hang on. messed up sending shivers down your spine that is Catherine's gonna music. Music. Catherine's gonna pour scorn on you Hang well on. isn't it just like a camcorder thing in the in oh. 1995 are you nuts they were huge <laughs> in 1995 how many millions of uh, views have it had nobody's answered it nobody's you know solved the pro the, 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 the puzzle Gosh. that is freaky deaky man uh, what about subliminal messages, Ian? Do you believe in subliminal messages in, well, in advertisement? I I don't think um, subliminal messages work. 
What, what about the FedEx one? You know the FedEx sign? Can you see the subliminal message in the FedEx oh, there sign? There is. I, now, this rings a bell. Mm. Um, this rings... Oh. Hang on a minute. Does FedEx. Kath know it? Does Kath know it? No. Don't I'm... show her. Don't show her. Just think uh, of the FedEx sign. I'm going to get... I'm going to get... Do the, the image. Um, Sorry. I'm looking at it. A bit excited. Oh, Kath. yeah. It's, a, it's an arrow. Oh, you party pooper. Well, no, but I can see it. I'm looking at it. What can Kath see? Well, well, I can now, yeah. But, the, oh, but that's, that's not subliminal. That's just like that's either design or it's it's a happy coincidence. Someone that's wants very to, clever, someone very wa clever advertising. That is very. Someone clever. wants to tell me the Bacardi bat has got a massive wanger, and that's the whole point of it. And it's meant to be sort of a masculine thing. A what? The bit is his tail, isn't it? The Bacardi bat. Oh. I don't know what the Bacardi bat is. Well, you What's know the, the wanger. <laughs> mm. uh, John Thomas, if you look at the Bacardi bat. Let's have a look. But he, he, this guy was full of it. So. Is it severed? <laughs> it's a tail, isn't it? It would be better if it was severed. Oh, the Bacardi bat. Oh, that's just his tail. I'm trying to do some complicated... Uh, so, 54, 13. That's... Ian, I did some yes. stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah, how did that go? It was... It was... Well, it was called a story slam. It was called... It's a, a... New, con it's a new concept from the States. Oh, what the hell? Go on, what is it? I don't know. I just my mate phoned me because you you're interested in doing a a, a a story. I was like, okay, I'll do it. But there were seven of us, seven seven different storytellers, and then at the end they vote who oh. the, the, the the audience vote who was the best. Oh, story. I don't. I, I don't. Won. I, I won. Did you? Yeah, I did. What's well, I I don't like the competitive nature mm, of that. I didn't I, like it because the guy before me, his story, because it, it could be a, a sad story, a funny story. The guy before me was a story about somebody being. Executed. And it was a true story, and I had to follow that. And mine was funny. I was like, "How am I going to follow that?" Um, well, if you're following something doer like that, then um, doing something funny, you're always you're always going to win um, in, in terms of that. But what? But why? So why did you do it? You you ever done anything like that before? I've never done anything like that before. I've just did it with the family, and I, I phone into you and try and be a bit funny now and again. Yeah. I like to make people laugh, you know. But it is a, it is a good feeling, but. I thought I'd just do it. He, he phoned me. He's my friend. He's got an art centre. He does all these you know, arty farty things. And he said to me, "Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm going to have a go." Good for you. you know, yeah, I'm going to have a go. I'm fed up of getting bored in my lorry. Let me have a go. And I bought the house down. I was chuffed. You going to do it again? I might do it again. I might do it again. I don't like. I. I. I I'm not keen. As I get older, I find I'm less and less keen on the competitive nature of performance. In terms of making it into a competition, so I've never, I've never watched the X Factor all the way through. I haven't really seen the X Factor um, for about ten years. Mm. When it dawned on me that the first couple of rounds, the funny bit is yeah. basically just laughing at mentally ill people. That's what it is. Because because before those auditions. Those poor souls will go and audition in front of producers and runners and researchers, and those producers yeah. and runners and researchers go, knowing that that person is absolutely awful and probably mentally ill, they say, yeah. oh, I think you're great. This is just what Simon's looking for. Would you come back to the big auditions and be filmed? Um, and so they think that they've got... Wasn't Didn't Alan... Wasn't Alan up for being on X Factor or something? <laughs> 
that these people think that they've got an actual chance of becoming, you know, a superstar as know, a result of that. And it's, soon, they're being exploited. It bursts their bubble, though, doesn't it? It does burst their bubble. Yeah, but it kind of explains why some of them go crack, you know, go, aren't very happy about it. I was going to say go crackers, mm. but you know what I mean? Some of them respond badly. Yeah. They, they... I, 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 I must admit, I do enjoy when I'm feeling a bit down. I do go and research some of those old ex. The worst of the X Factor, and they tell you they crack me up every time. I can't, I can't help it. I'm sorry. There's one guy who says, uh, "What's he say?" Um, it, there's two of them. He goes, "Well, I'm a rapper, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a singer." So the, uh, I think, what's the Irish guy? He says to him, uh, "So describe who you would be." He goes, "Well, I, I, I think I'm P did it. I'm like P did it, and he's like Rick Ashley." <laughs> and they, <laughs> oh, they crack me up. They crack me up. Anton, Anton Deck, their name is, but. Uh, uh, what's his name? Simon calls him Anton Death. <laughs> I just, I don't, I find it all so tedious. All of that, that whole site, you know, Simon Cow's obviously a genius, you know, and I'm, I'm surprised the bubble hasn't burst yet, although the show seems to be flagging a bit. But um, I just, it feels like I've seen it before. I've well, seen it before. You know, and the sad stories as well. Yeah. You just, the sad stories. You've got to have I'm doing well. this because my mum died of cancer. Yeah, then it, it starts playing Snow Patrol, and you just think, "Oh, geez, okay, right, they've got yeah, backstory, they'll get through." Oh, but it's, you know, and it's, I, it was—I just think it's exploitative, and I think it's cruel. And I—I I don't—I'm not one of those people that think Simon Cowell is killing uh, the music industry. I wouldn't think that for a second, because pop has always been, you know, plastic and has been made by suits, you know, to a, you know via a scientific formula. So he's yeah. just following that tradition. I just think he's killing television. <laughs> The one that we did, Ian, well, my mate did, it, it was like a clap. We all had to face the wall afterwards. Uh, I didn't really know about this at the end, but he goes, we'll all face the wall, the, the, the uh, performers. And then there was like a clapometer from the audience, and he would point. So he didn't really know who was getting the biggest clap. Oh, it's only cool. right at the end, you turn around and say, yeah, you you were the one. And mm. I did the X Factor thing, where a parody of the X Factor, where I fell down on the floor like I was... Was so emotional that I'd won. Oh well, good for you, Rashi. Good for you for doing it. Good for you for winning it. Good for you for uh, getting out of your comfort zone. I'm all for people yeah. stepping outside of that comfy little circle that but, but we stand in. And I had I had that weird um, celebrity type of uh, experience where I was speaking to people, and then from you know an angle, I just felt somebody staring at me. It was a young girl, a young staring at me. Like, wow. I was like made eye contact with her. And she goes, "That was great." Wow. And I was like, "Oh." I think you meant to go and um, make love to her. <laughs> I think I think that's what that scenario calls for. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that, that next time, man. But it was an Islamic function, Ian. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> but, but, mus- hang on a minute. Muslims have sex. No, no, don't they? Don't they? Do Muslim Muslims have sex? Don't they? But I couldn't see her face. Well, the air of mystery. I've got. <laughs> we worked with someone who had a friend who was turned on by not being able to see oh, no. their face, and I can kind of. Do we? Uh, yeah, we do. Oh yeah. Um, and I can kind of see how that attraction would work. The kind of the you know the mystery, the air of mystery. Yeah. That people. Oh look, loads of people are tweeting me the picture of the camera that it was in that um thing. Guys, oh. guess what? I knew it wasn't really time travel, guys. You're, you're not telling me anything new, guys. It was just well, a little bit. It was just a fun little video. I've just tweeted. I knew it wasn't really time travel. 
Because if you're a like time traveller, you're going to be a little bit cleverer than that. Everyone says, oh, it's this Casio thing. All right, guys, I got it. All right, yeah, uh, I knew it wasn't really the thing. Okay, guys? They okay. have the iPhone 7 anyway. All right, guys? Not really, Ian. It was just a very early digital camera. Sorry, debunked. Mystery solved. Casio QV100. <sighs> All right, guys, I... I knew it wasn't a really a time traveller. I got that. I was just tweeting a video just for, you know, it to be a little bit of fun for people to look at. So they'd look at it and go, oh, that's a bit of fun. But obviously, it's not real. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Jeez, guys, I know it's not a real time traveller. Everyone that has sent me that picture and tell me what camera it is, I'm going to delete you and block you. How's about that? That's a little bit mean, actually. I won't do that. But I'm trying to back count the song, and I can't angle a minute. So it's 3.45, 54, 55, 56, uh, Ed, can you take three minutes 45 off of the out time? Because my brain just won't... It won't do it. Anyway, Rashi, thank you for that, mate. Bye. Tell you bye. bye. It's nice to um, step out of the uh, the comfort zone and do stuff, which is what I think we have um, been doing with Film Ring. You've made me do it a lot. Yes. Uh, 3.45. Uh, performance Ring. Should be able to do it. It's a really easy one, and I just can't do it. 50... 3.45. 54.45. 53.30. 54.30. All right, Vorderman. I can't do At ease. 54.30. That's close enough. There we go. Thank you. Um, but um, it, it, it's... It, and I wish I'd done it more when I was in my 20s. God, I wish I'd done it more two Well, I wish I'd just done it more... Yeah, exactly. When when I could have really done outrageous things. <laughs> I know. it's um, And we're doing it now. And that's... You know, film ring was, it was a yeah, punt. And performance ring is a punt. I and this of, record launch on Sunday I'm doing is a punt. All that time, though, in our 20s when... I mean, I was the sort of person who think, oh, I'm not good enough to do that yet. I'll wait. Yeah. She's just had a go. The people that the BS merchants got on because they I don't know whether they really believed they could do it or just made out they could. But they, you know, they went on. And they, oh, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Oh, no, I look back. I wasted so much of my life by um, just sitting there nodding and, and, and not doing stuff. CJ has um, tweeted us. I love talk radio. It gives me a raging speed horn. Gosh. Well. I'm just thinking that's a possible um, slogan. <laughs> that, uh, I know, Instead of we'll get you talking, we'll I, give you a raging speed horn. Oh, I know that we have lots of, you know, we have new paymasters now that um, maybe they're thinking of rebranding and, and that, that could be could be the way to go. Talk radio will give you a raging speed horn. <laughs> I don't really know what a raging speed no, horn is. No, but it is. sounds exciting. It really does. Well, that's it, dear listener. That's the end of another roller coaster ride of fun and laughs and um, uh, looking into our souls. Uh, if you um, are souls. Uh, we're back tomorrow night, uh, or tonight at 10 o'clock, as per usual. Don't think we've got any guests lined up, but we'll see what happens. Don't forget to download the podcast. In the meantime, here's an Imani Coppola song that I don't think you know. <laughs>
Digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 